Hello, Internet, and welcome to the Friendship Snake Podcast. I am your host, Wade Mariano, and I'm joined, as always, by A1. Trace Finicaro. And? Insert snake pun here. That is a one Gunner Kennedy. All right, guys, let's dive into it. So this past week, I believe, <clears throat> a missionary, uh, like a guy that's going to spread a, a Christian um, agenda to people that are not Christians, um, was killed. Uh, he was <laughs> he traveled. He was. Well, let's 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 death. reference first. Let's back this up. The sent. The Sentinelese, Sentinelese people, I think they're called, live on uh, North Sentinel, Sentinel Island, which is off the coast of India. It's, 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 it is in India is the country that owns the land, um, and they have laws and regulations that do not allow anyone onto the island <clears throat> that is not a part of this tribe. This tribe is like completely isolated. I mean, we're talking, you know still using technologies and living essentially as they have always lived, you know, in the BC era. <clears throat> so no one is allowed onto that island. Um, and people that do try to go to that island have always been met with massive, massive amounts of aggression. Like they've been attacked with spears and bows and arrows and slings and stones. And they're almost always attacked. So this missionary, um, who, uh, felt the urge that he really had to <clears throat> go to this island and spread uh, his his Christian uh, his values uh, got taken out with a bow and arrow and, and several arrows apparently um, and it's kind of crazy because I guess I haven't really heard much of an opinion as far as oh you know, something should be done or, oh, you know, these people should be punished or something like that. I think most of the people that I've heard talk about it have kind of agreed. Um, yeah, the guy got what he deserved, you know, like <clears throat> kind of an idiot. So, of course, this is a polarizing issue. I um, caught this on my Facebook feed, and the description follows right suit with what you're saying, Wade. Um, <clears throat> a friend of mine, old colleague, says... Can someone please explain the need for this dipshit to spread the word of his chosen subscription to God to a group of people who have no need or want or who may possibly have their own gods that they believe in? And I thought that that captured this very well. However, as social media does, and I know we promise to never talk about Facebook as a topic, um, but as social media does, uh, in came the defenders and what I find interesting is this perspective, which I, 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 I've strategically chosen not to argue with because it's toxic. But <clears throat> um, what she comes in with is, for anybody who takes the Bible seriously, sharing their faith with others is an act of love and compassion. If Jesus is the only way to avoid eternal, eternal damnation, not sharing is equivalent to telling them to literally go to hell. So her perspective coming in is saying, this guy is compelled to do this. The book is telling him to do this. And, of course, I have to stay off of her feed because I have my own opinions. <clears throat> I have my own opinions about, uh, about spreading religion and, and of course, the, the impact it's had on the world for thousands of years. 
But uh, I would I tend to side with the hey leave the tribe alone perspective. Uh, but even when I say that, I have family members that are very close to me that travel to different parts of the world and do this same thing. They go to communities where the communities lack uh, they lack infrastructure, they lack um, medicine, and they lack certain types of technologies that could make their quality of life better. And these missionaries, um, and again, these are, these are relatives. These are people I love. These are people I admire. They're very, very smart people. And these missionaries go to these places and they invest a lot of time. A, they raise a lot of money. And the, the interesting thing is, is it's like, hey, we'll improve your quality of life as long as you switch, as long as you accept Jesus into your heart. You know, we're going to give you a toilet and we're going to give you soap. But there's just one little tiny catch. There are strings attached. Those strings are Jesus. And those strings are massive, like, in my opinion. It's well, and, and you know, and this is, this is where maybe that actually isn't how that's supposed to go down. But. I also had, you know, as a person who was previously going in, going to go to, 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 into the, into the seminary as it were, and had an irreconcilable difference of opinion. I don't know how prevalent, but yeah, it's like you, you, you're supposed to, you're supposed to introduce it through the good of your works, not the, not the, like, hey, you gotta, you know, the, 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 the compulsory thing is, 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 is a completely human and, um, you know, kind of a, kind of the other the other team uh, and i say strings attached i i'm no, embellishing I mean, no, you, i'm you, embellishing you, you, right no but no there because that, that, that really does well nobody's forcing their hand no, you don't you don't you, but but <clears throat> they're building churches they're 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 putting up buildings nobody's forcing the people to go and there there are people but who, it who, is who, offered as a pack as a package deal right yeah like it's it's and it's weird right because i i'm not i have my opinion on it but Trying to look at objective, trying to look at the situation objectively, and pulling the camera back. It's kind of like, listen, man, I'm doing these things for these people. Like my dude is Jesus or whatever. So that's kind of who I'm, who my, you know, if that's who I'm gonna kind of rep when I'm doing all this stuff. Like, you know, and maybe this is heretical. You know, this is heretical because I don't know if you're. Um, I don't agree with that, by the way. But that's I can kind of see who, it from. There, we went to school with a family, but um, the member, the members of the the Later Day Saints Church or the Mormon Church, like it's actually it's kind of one it's it's one of these weird things because effectively if you are if you are a a non impaired young individual, you know it's kind of, you know like how so um the Amish have like what's the what's the one where they have the year of like they're outside of the Amish community or something like that yeah I forget what it's called exactly um, but they so for those that are not familiar with the Amish like r- there's r- a r- year yeah, like uh rum rum spring rum I think so okay and I guess and th- they're not explain they're not, what it is gunner before uh, okay so so effectively um before you make, before you are expected to make your commitment to living uh, the the full Amish lifestyle, Rumspringa okay. is the name of it. Yes, when when uh, I believe it's your sixteenth birthday, but they will they will send you outside the community to expand uh, to experience what they call the English world, and that's to basically have the have the person decide. Okay, do you do? Am I going to commit my life to living? 
you know, living living amongst my people or living amongst the English, as you know, because any non, you know, the, basically the outside world is referred to as the English. Um, and the Amish lifestyle, you know, the Amish religion, you know, the, uh, the Amish belief system is structured around um, not having as, the least encumbrances with the English as possible because they're they're the way to temptation. You know, it's, it's it's again, it's a Christian, you know, it's a Christian sect. And I can kind of get where they're coming from when they, because, you know, like, again, it's, I mean, like, you know, sin will find you wherever, but it's just this idea that entanglement in the outside world forces you to compromise. But um, the Later Day Saints have one where effectively as part of, like, your transition into adulthood, you have to do, like, a three-year stint as a missionary. So you'll just, you'll go, you know, like the, the, whether it's in the States or down, like South America, especially was a big one. Um, but, you know, and again, I, I don't believe that their scenario is like, you know, again, like the, as much flack as the Mormons get their, their missionary work is not like what we're talking you know, like. It's, it's, it's not the conditional one per se, but. It's more just kind of doing a good thing. Yeah, you know, I mean, like you know, get 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 getting get the good word out. You know, it's, it's not it's not the Jehovah's Witness. Hey, blah blah blah. Or you know the. It's not you know, but and again, it's it's it, again, it's still the kind of like white collar shirt and everything like that. But. I would say like when as far as the Rumspringa that the Amish do, is, in my opinion, a pretty progressive outlook for a extremely. Um, conservative and like kind of tightly bound uh, community to like kind of just let their you know once you've kind of reached adulthood like hey for a year you're out of here you know you're out of here for a year you have to go experience the world and then that, after that year if you want to come back and decide to live within the, the confines of this community and its rules then great if not I mean it is kind of hardcore though like if you're out, then you're out, and you have no contact with your family. Because I, I think that's like maybe it's maybe it's not quite as progressive as one would think. Because it's not like oh, you know, <clears throat> Jedediah lives in the, in New York City now, but you know he comes back for the holidays. Like it's not allowed. Well, like it's know, essentially so Jedediah is dead to the community. You don't want you don't want that Amish mafia coming around. You know. Oh god. Yeah. So it's, it's it's interesting, but it's kind of there are strings attached, right? There are still strings attached, even with that model. It's like. You would have to say goodbye to the essentially the most important people and the only people in your life for the first sixteen to eighteen years of your life. Like that's insane. Of course, a ton of them come back because they probably go out and I'm sure they have a good time and they meet some friends or whatever if they're lucky. But what what then? Like you can never see your family again. Like who? I, I would imagine quite a few come back and not a whole lot of people, you know, stay on the outside. Yeah. So another interesting part about this story. So this missionary, he went to this island because it was isolated and because there was no outside influences. And what he said was, this must be the island that Satan has its strongest hold on. So before we started the podcast, Wade, you called it like Satan's Island. That's why he was calling it that. Oh, Jesus Christ. (laughs) It's because since it had no outside influence, um, he's he's like, well, this must be Satan's strongest hold. What what I find very interesting is the risk-reward that this guy's taking as a missionary. Um, First of all, it it is illegal to visit this island. Um, It's off, I believe it's off of India, and India has a strict, like, 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 don't 
don't ask, don't tell, right? Just leave them as the way that they are. Well, the second thing is, is the census. They estimate, they estimated um, only like seven years ago. There's only like 60 something people on the island altogether. 60 years or uh, six years ago, they counted 15. Oh, geez. It's yeah. Even, yeah. So it's a small island with, with 15 natives living there. So the, even if there's 60, right, the risk reward that this guy's taking, in order to make it onto the island, he had to, he had, he, he had to pay, a, I believe it was a fishing boat, and he had to go at night. Yeah. So he was on a covered fishing boat so at night. In. Yeah. Well, and he definitely died from from uh, arrow wounds. Um, but they actually don't have confirmation that he's dead because nobody dares go on the island. And his mother says that that she believes he's alive and she's praying for him. Uh, well, again, there actually so there's usually a ritual to how this is responded to because there was a fresh grave on the beach, and after so many days, they will disinter the body and basically just hang it from bamboo you know it this is not the first bad contact that people have had with this island and part of the reason why they're so fucking crazy in responding to it is that um i mean like these people have been living there for something like fifty five thousand years like it's it's literally like this is this is kind of a time capsule of a previous era in human history, and with that low population, and, you're well, talking, yeah. you're talking like like Uncle Dads and stuff like oh, that. Oh, absolutely. Well, I mean, like actually, you get into some of that math is that uh, the human population after fucking Krakatoa got down to around that too. Like you know, that's that's where we talk like the mic- mitochondrial DNA traces or whatever. Like yeah, we're. We we didn't have that big of a family tree when like the the modern Homo sapien kind of rolled out rolled out of uh, the plains there, but um like really what fucking set this off is that during um the British colonial fucking times when they 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 fucking rolled into India, uh the like there was. There was a British administrator. Um, I'm trying to think. I'm trying to find his name here, real quick. But but effectively, he decided that he, you know, like these people have been documented. Like like uh, even fucking Marco Polo talked about them in his like fucking travel guides. But you know, like they're they're a very they've always been very insular. And this British fucking colonial administrator decided that he was going to be the guy that fixed this. So he rolled in and fucking just started abducting people en masse trying to fucking socialize them. And he, like, was, he abducted like three, four families and all the fucking adults died within a fucking couple, like within a day or two. Because guess what? You, fu- you know, like British, British colonial administrators are full of fucking savage diseases and whatnot. And... You know, like effectively, like they in, in his further attempts to kind of try to kind of try and bring these people into the 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 twenty the nineteenth and twentieth century. Um, he did a whole bunch of weird, fucked up Victorian shit. Like, he, like this is the same time that they had fucking human zoos. Like, they didn't consider these people fucking people. And there was like a whole bunch of weird, like fucking psychosexual abuse that went on too and like literally white people have been embedded in their culture <laughs> as the fuck you know again we make the you know we make the joke about devil island but literally we are considered 
fucking demons from beyond space and time. I mean, like, you know, you can't talk to, you can't talk to the, you, no one's been able to have a successful conversation with these people because, again, it's the, it's the nature of that, that thing. Um, but yeah, it, it, it's, we didn't get off on a good, the last time, the last major, like, the thing to set the whole, to, the whole tempo of things did not get off on a good foot and it has not gotten any better since then. We still don't view these as people, well, well, though. Like, we still don't respect these as, like, why? equals or anything like that. Well, like, not, essentially, it, the, the whole island well, is just a human zoo for any outsider. Well, and, 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 you know, and again, like, <clears throat> I, I'm not, without getting too big into Indian politics, because it's not a direct experience, but, like, India, India has a very, India has a very unique experience. Um... Because of, you know, it's funny because, we know, we talk about make America great again. Britain's kind of on that roll, too. And it's like, what, you want to go back to colonial times? That's the only time that you, like, actually mattered. And you weren't, nobody liked you. (laughs) And you're never going to get, you're never going to get back to the, like, the the, the power that you had that, like, kind of let you bullshit through that. So really, maybe you should try and be less of an asshole and, you know, like, deal with, but you know, and again, it, it, a lot of these, a lot of these fucking indigenous tribes, they're just, they're, they're, you know, Canada still has super fucked up stuff with the First Nations. You got the fucking president of Brazil, who's basically saying he's going to genocide and genocide all of them because they're in the way of progress. And in fairness, like that—that's for the the lumber and the raid force, correct? Well, yeah, yeah. Basically, they're gonna, they're, they're, he's. He's a weird guy, and, you know, like, Brazil has been in this process of slow, perpetual collapse for the last 20 years. Like, they... Yeah, they're not doing well. Oh, they... they well... Corruption is rife. There's a crazy amount of pollution and, <sighs> I mean, abject yes. poverty and all of Crime, the, all of its you know, like, slums. The, 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 the city of... What was it? City of God? Yeah, I mean, the... the uh, I forget the name of the... Well, the crime syndicate over there, but it's just as bad as Mexico. Anytime you have like a massive, massive amount of like uh, poverty, like throughout yes a country, there's always some sort of syndicate that will kind of like you know take over as like a really shittier form of government. Well, uh, really, because it's not even a poverty thing. It's it's effectively there's a certain there's a certain level of there's a certain level of institutional power that's required to keep a state from collapsing and if the elected government does not provide it society society will unfortunately you know society will metastasize something to, to serve in lieu of it it's like you know because after world war ii it was the same thing with the fucking yakuza you know i mean like that that's just as much as we were cutting back, you know, just as much as we were cutting deals with the Japanese government, the Americans were cutting deals. You know, the American and the Japanese government were cutting deals with the Yakuza to try and keep the country stable. To, you know, because one, they needed that they needed Japan not to get rolled over by the Soviets. But yeah, it, it's like a mo- modern modern Japan has a direct, inseparable involvement with like organized crime and it's you know again it's not like you know i mean like it's it's kind of chill but they they needed they needed the community they needed the networks of influence that the yakuza had at the time and you know brazil's the same i mean like brazil's fucked brazil's just fucked 
like there are they're a failed state. I mean, like you know, uh, you many, know there are many they're, they're, uh, countries in South America that are failed I mean, like, states. I mean, like, te- 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 Venezuela, but it comes te- to mind. I mean, like you know, I mean, like we we, we talk like United the United States isn't, but the United States is only not a failed state because it has fifty fucking it has fifty fucking countries that comprise it, and you have to do it on average. <clears throat> but if you look at how bad some of the states are in the United States, I mean, like they're just as they're just as fucked. Oh, I don't know if I go that far. No, I mean like, well, Brazil, Brazil, Brazil's big thing is because you have you have mega cities. You know, like, I mean, you want to get into semantics. I mean, like, L.A. papers over because we have fucking private. You know, like, we're here. We have fucking private. I mean, like, you saw what fucking happened with the California wildfires, right? There's fucking private firefighting teams keeping the fucking rich people's houses from burning down you know like not going to fight the fire they're keeping the fucking rich people's houses from burning down i mean this is this is full-on blade runner fucking dystopian shit and as we wrote but yeah the 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 sentinelese i mean like can you can you again it's the amish thing too is can you blame them for not fucking wanting if they if they have the option of not being entrapped in that 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 world because you know it's unfortunately this th- that this shit is the price for have us having an iphone or a fucking a fucking car that starts on a regular basis or you know like not having to fucking slog through you know the woods to find <coughs> a tree you know to find the right tree to go fucking chop down and burn for firewood or something like, like un- unfortunately this is the externality cost of human civilization at this point is that we're fucking complete and total goddamn bastards and we kind of externalize at this it. point <laughs> i think it's been like it for no a no i mean like we've always been savage fucks but i mean like you know again we were talking before you came in is is it's that like the amount of power and influence not just like on a like on a personal level like i can decide i want to go to fucking the other country it's like just just the stuff that you can affect as an individual now if you're like the the boss is something that has not been you know like the king of england back in the 1800s couldn't engage in a decision that effectively ends modern human agriculture or something like you know like like the, like a consequence like you can say like like a nuke yeah the king of england didn't have access to a nuke or, and he couldn't wipe out a population or, you know, like, in, in we're, a 30 we're, minute time window or you know, like we know that we know that fossil fuels, you know, dumping all this extra carbon into the fucking atmosphere is gonna do some really serious shit. But it's like, you know what? It's too much work to stop. And well, I don't know and, if it's, I don't and, know if that's the case. No, no this, that's actually officially the that's actually officially he's, the position of pretty, the fucking. Yeah, he's pretty close. But yeah. I want to I, I want to to focus <clears throat> a little bit more on this island. Um, no, that's fine. I don't care. I mean, we we, were, we wanted to talk about Brazil anyway. First of all, Brazil is two thirds of the U.S. population. It's a fucking massive. It's it's country. a, cr- it's no a crazy country. Yes, it's Holy a crazy. Shit. It's a fucking massive country. They also they have. I watched a uh, a TV show out of Brazil and it was terrific. It was on Netflix and it had subtitles, so I actually I can't stare at my phone or my laptop while I'm watching it because I don't speak Portuguese. But uh, so so back to that island. Um, I, I had I wanted to, to look up because that that census that census. Uh, population was from the article uh mm-hmm. the article that talked about the, the the um the missionary that died with the population of you know 11 to 15 wikipedia puts the population at 39 which is closer to what gunner was saying but what's interesting is it says highly uncertain up to it 
up to 400. So this is what's interesting. In India's, so India's policy is look, don't touch, right? So they, they'll observe them with like satellites and stuff like that, but they won't go within, I think it's five miles of the island. Yeah. Can you imagine like... In this island, the so the the surface area of this island is about twenty five square miles. So it's about five miles by five miles, which is a decent sized island. I believe um, I was on a tropical vacation in uh, in the Cancun area. I believe the island that we were on was a little bit smaller than that. And that island had sewers. That island had electricity, and it had cell towers. So this is this is an interesting sized island, and the the population of I mean, it's a huge difference, right? I mean, a population of 400 versus a population of 15 is a huge difference. But what I think is interesting about this is, you know, uh, NASA right now is saying they're going to try landing another um, uh, spacecraft on Mars. Okay. <clears throat> and, of course, Elon Musk wants to colonize Mars. And I know there's a lot of people that say that it won't happen or it doesn't make sense or they're all going to die. Um, a lot of those statements are true. But uh, what's interesting to me is, you have these different ways of survival, right? This tribe has found a way on this island to just survive, right? I don't know what that means because there isn't a whole lot of pictures of how they're living on this island, but they're living, right? Which means they have some basic things like shelter, the, yeah, drinking, like, like actual yeah. potable water. Because, I mean, they're in the ocean, right? So they well, can't drink the salt the, water. The, the last, and again, like, you know, you talk about how fucking metal metal they are, as it were. Like, the last the last big one that came up was uh, after that big tsunami that, mm-hmm. like, fucked up Fukushima. It, it raised the island, like... Well, but 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 there's a fucking follow-up because they're doing they're doing sweeps with the helicopters to look for survivors. And there's just dude on the fucking beach... With a longbow, fucking like trying sniping, to hit the helicopter. Sniping yeah. at the helicopter. Yeah, he wants to. He wants to take the helicopter out. Well, he probably thinks it's a big fucking bird. Well, well, because like the 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 last the last <laughs> right? the last I mean, people I don't know. the last people that were and again like <laughs> we're talking about the, the last people that um last fatalities were there was like a crab fisher there was a crab boat that like had. The guys fell asleep and the fucking boat just washed up. Yeah, yeah, and they both got killed. And they both got killed. But the thing is, is that like, um, and free crabs for the islanders. Well, well, what, 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 um, because there's been kind of there's been kind of this thing that they do. So, um, like National Geographic back in '74 tried to do like a, a documentary thing to say, hey, well, we're going to contact these people, and they brought, you know, they, they brought gifts to whatever, and they got to they got to shore, they had the gifts. They were getting off the boat and they just fucking like they fucking opened up on them and like they pegged one of the fucking producers in the leg and everything like that. And they flee back to the boat and I think it was like a, it was a, it was a doll, a pig, some cookware and some other stuff. And they like fucking hack the pig up and like as they're fucking fleeing off the boat, they made sure that they were watching. They hacked the pig up in the doll. They buried it and then they took the cookware. But the same thing with the fucking guys on the crab boat. Oh, they, they took picked, the cookware. They took the cook. Well, no, because what they'll do. What they did is they did the same thing with the, the, the boat is they stripped all the fucking metal stuff off the boat uh-huh. and they made, they were making fucking knives out of all the fucking, all the fucking loose metal that was on the boat and the cookware because that, that's like they're, yeah. you know, like they don't, they don't need it for 
doing their stuff, but like they, they you know, they don't have metal don't have on metal, the island. Right. But yes, is that they're fucking they fucking invented they've made metal tools sure from the salvage that they've picked off of. That's funny. That's funny. All the all the stuff that's washing shore is what they're using as raw what what they would consider a raw material, right? Because how the hell else would they get a chunk of metal? Even if they were to dig and find iron that's ore, they're not going to be able to do MH, anything that's, with that's, it. That's what no. happened with all that uh, wreckage from the MH370. Imagine living for hundreds of years off of one rusty piece of like Paula Deen pan. Oh fuck! That's, that's, that's that that that's that's a short story. <laughs> The, de- the dean provides. <laughs> yeah, I feel, uh, you know, we well, just leave these butter. people alone for sure. But but my point, Wade, is more to like the National Geographic thing is they are using survival techniques that really aren't being observed in today's world. Well, because they're using those techniques because they have to. Like, But my point is, is that if we decide to colonize Mars... We could learn a thing or two by people who can survive on a five by five. Well, the self sufficiency, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, it's a little bit different, right? Because it's Mars, but I definitely you know, there, there's no there's right. No there's water, no vegetation. There's no fish coming up right. out of the water. But you're still going to run into scenarios where you're going to have to be self sufficient, or you're going to die. There, there. What is it? The Matrix. The the there. There are different levels of acceptable survival. Yeah, I mean, like like this this island is surviving without. C sections. Yeah, they're 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 surviving. Well, right? <coughs> actually, that's crazy, right? Well, no, but you, we, actually, there there's some there's some talk to the effect that effectively, since the advent of the cesarean section, that um, you know, in the fucking in the cold calculus of natural selection, is that people who would not have children and parents that would have not you know that had gene lines that would that pr- prompted children you know to get birth that would not survive normal delivery. Because, you know, childbirth's always been the biggest fucking killer of human beings next to fucking bubonic, you know, like, straight hey, at up. Least we like, hyenas. We don't have to push a baby yeah, through, well, through a yeah, female penis. I mean, like, actually, you know, like, in the part, of, part of the problem with that is that effectively we are kind of at, we're at the end of a curve because of our, because, uh, you know, like, again, it's that whole trade-off. Like, human beings are fucking one of the few species that are, like, f- completely fucking helpless for two, three years. Is is as infants, you know, mm-hmm. like as children, like we're you're just fucking garbage as far as dealing with environmental hazards. Yeah, it's definitely and, the first year. And the first year that, is that the had, toughest because we can't walk, and we haven't we haven't grown any teeth to chew. And, and well, just that, but it's the head because the, the the issue is is that like you know like you'll double you're like your your head doesn't change size. Yeah. At the same rate as the rest of your body is, you're growing. Yeah, the head is the root of the and, problem, and, and it's it's yeah, like we're but, at the. But that's why we're born prematurely. Yeah. Right. That's why we're born not being able to walk is because we got to get out of there before that fucking head gets any. I mean, like you know. Well, that's the. I mean, but that's that's the reason that we're at the top of the food chain. That's like, right. That's like, you know what I mean. As, the head is as, the reason. As, you know, as, as, as a person who was on the outlier of that particular curve, and Gunner's got a huge head. Yeah. Well, no, it's like it was thirty something hours of labor yeah my mom I have, a, well, I have a watermelon head myself my mom was in labor they had, for they over. had to do a c-section after it had already been kind of committed and i had a fucking cone head when i came out you ever see those people they have like really really tiny heads i wonder if they were easier but you know what though the shoulders could be tough to push out too not that i've ever given birth it was just never gonna happen 
watermelon head and big shoulders, wide shoulders. <laughs> Were you C-section? Oh, absolutely. Oh. My mom was in labor for, I want to say 26 or 28 hours, and then my blood pressure dropped, and they were like, we got yeah. to get this baby out of here. You know what that means? When your blood pressure drops? No. When your blood pressure drops, that's a sign that, that you've detected that you're outside of the womb and you're going to start breathing. Oh, shit. Okay. Yeah. So oh, it, shit. Sounds right. like, it sounds like it's like deadly because the blood pressure is dropping, but it actually, if you cut the umbilical cord or if you, uh, if you put the baby, like if the baby feels the cool air, um, by default, their blood pressure drops. It gives them the instinct to start breathing. So the reason they needed you out of there is because you would have started breathing in fluid. And then, you know, then they, you would have had the, the problem with the fluid in your lungs, which a lot of babies have fluid in their lungs anyway. But uh, that's why. That's why the blood oh, pressure sure. dropping ah, is, I learned something today. Is, is a pretty big deal. I did not know that. Yeah. <clears throat> and I've heard cutting that umbilical cord is terrible. I haven't done it. You have, you have three kids' natural births. You've never cut an umbilical cord? Nope. Really? No, I refused to. I think I knew on the first one you refused, but I didn't know you refused all three. Yeah, I thought it was a strange ritual. All right, did, for you, me did, to, you, did you save their cord blood? For me to put on rubber gloves and go over and just cut something just because I can say that I did it. It didn't make any sense. Did you eat the, Did you have the placenta for sandwiches? Next I did day? make placenta pate and I ate my oh, wife's placenta. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I didn't <laughs> you do that. You got to save that. But that's, it is a lot a of people do it. cord blood. Yeah, a lot of people do it. Oh, there's, isn't there stem cells in there? Yes. Yeah, just inject it, those into my bloodstream. Fix all of my health ailments. It's it's baby part harvesting is uh, is a very uh, growth adult industry, you know between uh, between cord blood. What happens blood, is is that, Planned and, uh, Parenthood just sells fetuses, and that's how they make all well, the money. No, <laughs> but no. So no, but no, they'll do cord blood for uh, stem cell cultivation. But uh, the other one is uh, yeah, they offer skins. it. What? Foreskin. Foreskin is a lot of stem cells. They they use it for manufacture. They use it for manufactured uh, dermal products like uh, skin grafts, that kind of stuff. Huh? Who knew? Hmm. Can I sell mine? Well, I mean, like, I, are are you intact? <laughs> it's not a baby one. That's that's private information. Well, actually, and I'm offended that you would ask. Me. <sighs> actually, because really, the you know, we talk about fucking, we talk about fucking failed states like that. Because there was a Brazilian surgeon who was doing a lot of like fucking really crazy work, but um, for burn treatments. Mm-hmm. But uh, you know, and again, it's 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 this kind of like this, this crux of hey, you know, even though is he rubbing foreskins on the burns? Uh, no, actually, he used fish skins. Oh, but um, because baby it, fish. Uh, I think it's... Baby shark? Uh, no, it's tilapia. <laughs> but, no, it, you know, and it's just, it's just this... You talk about, like, just fucking shit you have to make do with in challenging circumstances. And, um... Because you know, like doctors are doctors. You know, like if you're if you're a you know, like pretty much like you know, it's it's a it's a very it's despite like some of the fucking god tier stuff. You know, you talk you talk about survival techniques that people just don't have to deal. You know, like people are not dealing with. So imagine you're a doctor in Brazil. You have a fucking you have a fucking like it, near as you can tell like Ivy League style education, but you have like literally fucking zero stuff to work with, and it's just like the only thing that you can do is be fucking you, you know be fucking cl- smarter or, or scroungier than that. But yes, is like this is in like we're going through all this fucking bioengineering shit, and he's like, you know what? I bet if I fucking fuck with a tilapia skin just right. 
And that because actually, like they're doing like third degree burn treatments with it and stuff. Really, like, they're doing grafts with tilapia with like. Well, no, fish skin? What, because what Does it'll it do work? is that effectively the the the, the, the fish skin. What what it does is that it basically provides that permeable barrier, so that you can like regenerate. You can regenerate underneath it. Interesting. And do you like, do you cool. like fish sticks? Uh, <laughs> I'm not a fan of fish sticks. Well, I think like the weird thing um, <clears throat> when it comes to anyone really in a uh, an expert in a professional field, specifically one like medicine, where so like the layman like you and I know so very little. Compared to like what we what a doctor probably should know, but we make these guys out to be, you know, infallible, and they are. I mean, they are flawed. Like doctors can make mistakes, and they probably make mistakes every day. It's kind of a weird thing, but it's <clears throat> you know, you always just want to trust the doctor, trust the doctor, like just trust the doctor. He knows what he's talking about. But there's a chance that he might not. You know what I mean? There is that that like. It's this. It's it's weird. It's not. It's not a. It's science. It's very important, um, but it's not always like a, a, a absolute. Nothing's really absolute, right? Do you think you'd keep the fish head on the skin just for fun? I don't know. They they they, they take the fish head off. Yeah, but I mean, I'm saying it, what you would do like for fun. Well, I mean, like like you'd look like. Hey, have you ever seen a stargazing pie? A stargazing pie. Dude, this is the freakiest thing. It just reminded me because of the fish heads. You, one of you guys, look up what a stargazing pie is, and then I want to hear your reaction. While you're looking that up, I want to let you know. So, so I've had three kids. One of the things that they market market you toward um, when you have the child is to do this cord blood bank. Have yeah. you heard of this, Gunner? Yep. That's why we were just talking about it. What the fuck is that, though? So... Because it costs a lot of money. Ew. Mm. They got the stargazing pies. That's gross. <laughs> this is a real pie, and it's a tradition in, in Britain, but not too many people talk about it. Oh. It's essentially a fish pie, like whole fish just baked in a pie. That's gross. Yeah, so it's like a pot pie <clears throat> with fish in it. But the yeah. strange thing about the stargazing pie is they leave the heads on the fish and they, they let them poke up out of the pie, like in a creepy fashion, like they're staring up at the sky. Yeah, it's weird. So I, I work with a guy, and he's from the Czech Republic, and he has he has some friends. So that, I just, that, I just, that, I just, I just tradition. typed cord into Google, and the first suggestion that came up was cord blood bank. Blood bank. It's because I just typed it. I think we're on the same network, so Google is suggesting to you the same thing for me. The machine is watching. Which is interesting, because I want to talk about the creepy uh, Google News feed um, at some point here. Um, so my coworker went to a friend's house, and they showed up with a pie, and they walked in with those fish heads sticking up out of the pie, and he just was like, what the fuck is that? Um, but yeah, I mean, it probably tastes great. But it looks I, weird. It's 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 bony. So if you were going to put tilapia on your skin, Gunner, I suggest you leave the fish heads on oh, and make it a, and make it a stargazing good. burn ointment. That's not good. So, they'll rot though. Um, I am you, Trace. You were. I'm kind of like you've got me thinking about like tribal people, isolated people, and like childbirth. Mm-hmm. Were you born? You were born in your in your house, correct? Yeah. So my parents hadn't owned my home for or their their home at the time um for that long when i was born and when i say they hadn't owned it that that long i mean they bought an abandoned home uh and they started like making it livable room by room the plumbing didn't work so really? yeah so the that. first room that they got 
actually actually usable and clean was the bathroom and i was born on the floor of the bathroom in that house and it was it was the cleanest room in the house um but the house largely hadn't been uh turned back on so to speak a lot of the pipes had to be disconnected um and it was it was an old abandoned uh farmhouse a big that- white victorian farmhouse um, but yeah, so it was in my mother had a natural birth, a home birth, and she went into labor and she called um, the midwife uh, and the midwife didn't arrive until after I was born. Oh, really? So <clears throat> if you actually go back on June 6th of 1981, the day after I was born, we were, I think, the front page of the Syracuse newspaper. And you can see my father with his hair sticking up, his bald head and his hair sticking up and his huge mustache um you could see my father holding me and of course like he was given the credit because which is crazy <laughs> he was given the credit because he was the one assisting the birth and he's holding on to me and uh it's because there were there, there wasn't too many home childbirths even in even in the early 80s oh yeah i would it's, say probably it's pretty rare it's probably super rare i would i would imagine Probably back before the fifties, there probably weren't a ton of home childbirth. That's so the you... irony. My father, like my father, had to assist a delivery with no help, and I am too chicken shit to even cut cut the cord. So the irony that you know, one generation later, I want the doctors to do everything. Would you? Would your? Were your other? Was your older and your younger brother, like Connie, were they also home births? Um, so. I don't know about my younger, or I don't know about my older brother. Um, they were all natural births. Um, not that I'm judging people who who are not. Um, they were all natural births. Which, when I say natural, I mean not only was it a vaginal birth, but it also was was uh, no painkillers. Fuck. Um, and I don't know if you know about the painkillers, but they do a fucking spinal tap. No, painkillers are that. weird. Yeah, they. I think it's called an epidural, but they actually do a spinal tap and kill all feeling from the waist down. So when people talk about like, oh, the painkillers were so good, they actually like, they actually, it's it's a spinal tap that they're talking about. They're essentially making you like a paraplegic for, yeah. and, for however long the labor is. And the thing well, is, is it's, you know, it's, it's, it's a little bit dangerous because they have to do the spinal tap you might, and you're you laying might, you on your puncture, back. You might, puncture, you might actually puncture uh, yeah. a nerve cluster. Or um, what can happen is that uh, if the wound doesn't heal up properly, you get fucking chronic headaches because of the cerebral spinal pressure. Oh, really? Yeah, issues. you can get infections inside well, the. But but you know, but uh, that or it'll just fucking leak spinal fluid. Yeah. And you fuck it, you know that you know like the your the that there's a reason why that's a closed system. Yeah, and as a person that, a that suffers back problems, I have um, I have a crushed uh, sciatic nerve um, that goes down the left side of my body so we can fix that we'll just get you you uh, a lot of people do do, right i mean back problems are 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 very very common my 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 big one is freaking ulnar i wouldn't i really don't want anybody tapping into my nerves Unless absolutely medically well, necessary, what if, what if it, but I also if, haven't given childbirth, so what if I'm not it's passing for, judgment What if either. it's for um, metal legs? Say it again. What if it's for metal <clears throat> legs? It's well, a risky if the operation. Tech, if the tech, if the tech is there, then maybe I'd want metal legs. Maybe I'd want a metal back. I don't know. But right now, like most people that have the the reconstructive surgery in their back, they lose quite a bit of mobility. Yeah, back my father to, did. You're, yeah, you're, yeah. Your cage installed. Are you? Are you, are you, are you 
would you be down for i mean like other than the whole like not not preferably the robocop movie remake fucking brain hovering in air thing but would you be down for the full cyborg uh conversion well i mean i don't want to be the first well, there's always a first. I mean, like, what? I mean, like, well, you're here's asking the... me if I'm down for something that hasn't been invented yet, guys. Uh, well, I mean, like, I, I, actually, saw, I saw well, a guy actually, from I the... mean, like, I want that's that's questionable. I saw a guy from like the '60s, I think it was, transplant a dog head. Oh, in Russia, they were doing that that's, shit. Transplant, yeah. transplant's a strong word. Uh huh. Yeah. Transplant's uh-huh. a mm-hmm. strong word. More like, yeah, uh-huh. more but replacing like, all of my body parts with with robot parts. Is is somehow less complicated than a head transplant? Well, no, because that that's not actually even a head transplant. Literally, he just like he 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 mutilated two I dogs. Know. It's like duct taping two water balloons together, and I get that. But um, yeah, like, I don't I don't want to be actually, the first. I'm not I'm not actually sure if that's the fu- if that's the most fucked up part of that series of films, or it's the one where it's just the dog head on the fucking table. Yeah, that one's creepy and bad too. Yeah, that, those that's are like also weird bad. because. I, I don't know, like, but like I want to share like some of my experience with this with this, oh, with so the with the with the nerve. So I did have I did have corrective surgery. Um, in my surgery, I had them remove the portion of the disc that had herniated. I didn't have them. I didn't have them. Uh, uh, fu- they use the term fuse. I didn't have them actually cook the disc. I think of the disc as a big egg yolk. And you, you can cook it and make it hard. I didn't have them fuse the disc, which is what most people do, because that's supposed to alleviate the pressure, but it, you do lose mobility. I just had them remove the part that it pushed into the nerve, right, to, to, to take some of the, um, the pain out of the back. And in my case, the sciatica, it wasn't so much pain as it was I was starting to lose um, control in my leg. So when they did the reflex testing and stuff like that, my right leg performed better than my left leg. So I wanted to get that, that mobility back and, and, and I wanted to stop getting, you get like a tingling sensation, like it's falling asleep. Mm-hmm. So that's what I wanted to correct. What's interesting is when I woke up from that surgery, just him cutting the disc out from around the nerve, my entire left leg felt like it had a sunburn and it hurt to put my sock on. I mean, the skin felt burnt. And it hurt to put the sock on. That to me is that to me is is a, a good way to think about how complex that nerve is and and the nervous system. Well, yeah, and separate separate episode is 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 a person who's fucked around with things that maybe shouldn't be discussed in public forums. Um, no, well, it's it's weird because effectively, even when you get in the nerves, because the the it, you know you're talking about that sunburn thing because it's not just it's it's not like a straight it's not like a straight wire you know like right. a, like a, like a, like a it's like not a, ones like a wire. and twos well, no, like ones a, and zeros. you know like right. it's not it's not you know like the way a nervous system wor- like the peripheral nervous system works it's not like it's. I'm running a line directly down my spine. You know, like there's a dedicated nerve for every mm-hmm. single bit. It's yeah. The this, brain figures out the messaging. You you, you, have, you have like you effectively have this completely self-contained local system that's sending messages back to the right. to the big guy. So to your cyborg fucking question, how do I know my legs aren't going to be burnt the whole time? You don't know that, so I'm not going to be the first. I want a lot of trial and error when I'm it comes sorry, to hear, leg I can't, replacement. I can't hear you over the sound of you whining like a little bitch. Okay, <laughs> buddy. 
Uh, <laughs> it's Gunner's holding a scalpel. Stop whining. <laughs> Stop crying. That's yeah. That that's a you're all your your three kids. I mean, actually, technically, Wade's Wade's probably. I mean, like you know, it's a toss up between me or Wade. Who goes who goes full cyborg first? Yeah, I probably will. Well, exactly. actually, no. But actually, you probably go like that fucking uh, Wolfenstein, New Colossus, like Nazi super soldier body. When they actually talk about, did you you fucking have you seen that game yet? Have you seen any of that game? Which game? Fucking the the new Wolfenstein's. No, like they went. Well, I like, played the we, New Order. I was playing the first uh, like ten minutes. I played sorry. of it. Well, because like in Colossus, they actually literally have the fucking dog scene where they fucking execute Blackowitz there, and they save his head. And fucking plummet into like this, like so, like he's just this severed fucking noggin, like and, dr- and they like they just plumb lines into him to keep keep him alive while they're trying to figure out what they're gonna do, and then Jesus. they like the, then they then they steal a not then they do fucking decapitate some Nazi super soldier and fucking graft his head onto his body. That's pretty fucked. It, it's 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 fucked. It, the whole game series is like. But back to your thing. Speaking of, well, regardless, um, I'm going to switch topics a little bit. <clears throat> and one that was kind of unplanned, but we were we're kind of on course where we talk about, you know, the power that, like, you know, rulers have and, and people have and how much control of their environment they kind of have and how much control over the earth maybe they have and impact, I should say. But one thing they don't definitely have is control and a massive story the past week and a half has been these California wildfires. Mm-hmm. Has have you guys seen any of like the footage of that and any of like the videos and stuff I, like I, that? I've seen I've seen videos of people going out and raking the woods now. I definitely saw people complaining that Kanye West protected his house in the middle of a bunch of burning houses. <laughs> well, he had his own. That's with the private firefighting yeah. units. Yeah. Do you imagine? Which, do you imagine living in a beautiful a beautiful no. like community and then this is. All of a sudden, you're the only house. Well, no, but but really, I mean, like this is effectively that is that is that is the fucking summation of what's going to happen in the West. Because you know, like you it know, is pretty scary. Because like, you, you know, like every, we're we're <coughs> we're we're at a point where like you're going to keep fucking having these fucking climate disasters or whatever, and we're not, you know, like if you have the money to fucking if you have the money to fucking circumvent it. Good on you, but the rest of you are fucked because we're not going to have the public funds to to take care of stuff. So I don't truly understand the the fire problem that well. I know a lot of people are pointing the finger directly at global warming. I don't think that's fair, um, and I don't think that's fair because these fires, we, there are petrified forests that you know from thousands and thousands, tens and twenties and hundreds of thousands of years ago that show that like something happened and they caught fire. This is a natural part of things. It's just not as severe and as widespread typically because it's so dry right now. There, there's, there's like four big fucking things, which is one that we 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 are we are in the middle of we you know like there is precipitation slash climate shift going on that that certainly doesn't help. Right. Um, it's a conspiracy. We've built. Human beings have built out into territories that previously were not like you know like this 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 was you know like this was wilderness. This wasn't supposed to be a fucking suburb. Mm-hmm. And you know it's like it's great that it's got a great view and stuff like that. But part of the reason it has a great view is because everything fucking burns down every fucking hundred years. You know, mm-hmm. there's no what. Um, as I you know the the other thing is is that um because of certain um. 
grazing practices, you know, like we, we have, we have, we have, uh, you know, like you have the, the, the federal lands that we're using for grazing land, but what will happen is that the ranchers have been overgrazing. Like, you know, we, we have this fucking problem up at the house too, with our pastures, like we have our sheep, but they'll, they'll overgraze on this territory. And what, what, what it is, that is that do? like you need, well, because there are, um, does it take the moisture out of the ground? Well, no. What, what will happen is that there are certain grasses that have been select that had been previously selected that were less prone to fire. Mm-hmm. So what it is is that as the as that grass gets worn down, you have more invasive species that are more readily, you know, basically are more susceptible to drought gotcha. and fire conditions. So that anything that was like something that would have been contained to a smaller, you know, like it, you would still have had a wildfire. Did you hear about seaweed? Seaweed. Yeah. Seaweed. You're talking about grazing. I know it's kind of it's well, way the, off topic, uh, but it's the, kind of on topic. The Shetland, um, I mean, like we did. That's what they do in the Shetlands. What do they do? Well, the, the Shetland Islands. I mean, like uh-huh. my, my sheep. My, my, my yeah. Sheep, that's what. That's what. They, like, because there's almost no grass on the yeah, yeah. island. They'll, they'll, they'll get seaweed. Yeah. Th- there's um. There's some climate. Um. Uh, I don't know. People. I have no word for climate people. <laughs> um, but the preservers, I guess that that say that we should start feeding cattle seaweed. Because the methane humans. is going to be less, and what's interesting about methane is, as a as a uh, greenhouse gas, is methane is way worse than CO two. Yes, but nobody's talking about it. Well, meth- so meth- commercial methane. farming is actually contributing to global warming. Methane will probably be the one that fucks us because it's you have you have you have a twofer, which is that you have all the methane that's trapped in the permafrost from the fucking mammoth shit, you know, like the fucking. Decomposing man- mammoth carcasses and well, things like that. Well, it's um the megafauna, and it's it well because what? like the t- the tundra is basically full of excrement. What's a megafauna? Megafauna is like you know uh, uh, buffalo, like just you know like animals that like at least in the, in, in the the North Americas that we mm-hmm. kind of hunted to extinction. Mm-hmm. Delicious, but you know you know like mammoth mammoths, um just big. Mm-hmm. Even like you know, even our apex predators, like we don't have like a lion. Technically, would be considered a mega, like a, a species of megafauna. Oh, okay. You know, tigers, that kind of thing. We don't, we don't really have them in North America anymore because we were very good at outcompeting them. No, well, not us directly, but you know, like the the the, the inhabitants, the inha- the original inhabitants of well, the original inhabitants at the time. I just think it's interesting that you mentioned grazing because methane being such a strong greenhouse gas is almost never ostracized as a cause for global warming Um, we're always pointing at co2 that's kind of not exactly true like it's a big proponent of like the vegan movement and the vegetarian movement the argument that if we had a lot fewer cattle Mm -hmm. um the methane levels would go down Mm -hmm. and and it would be a less of a accelerant to to that's nice but aren't there incentives off What's right. That? If the problem, it's, I don't know, to, to get somebody who is, to get somebody who is, who is against eating meat in general, to just say, stop eating meat to fix the methane problem, wouldn't it be more practical to go down the route of like, you know, reducing the methane while possibly still keeping, you know, the farming and the cattle industry and stuff like that alive. Well, and, 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 Instead and that, of just that, saying, well, don't and, you know, eat meat. That, that might happen, but again, it'll be on Kanye West, you know, protected agro pods. Um, no, but it, the, 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 the livestock thing is very important because, like, you know, again, like, the, the, meat's the single biggest resource 
intensive or you know livestock mm-hmm. Life, as a person as a person who fucking deals with this on a regular basis livestock is the single resource intense most resource intensive thing you will do in agriculture and 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 like and the fucking margins on it are brutal yeah. and it's why there's all these fucking it's why you know like if if you are if you if you want to make real money in it is why you have to be an inhumane fucking subhuman monster to fucking do because it's just it's the margins on it are so goddamn small. You either have to be a factory farm and you're keeping chicken in boxes or you're Well, they use inventory management software for their for their animals, just like somebody would for a warehouse. Yes. I remember um when I worked for when I worked for the uh the, the Indian nation they had I don't know where. Well, was it they, was the cattle. It was the cattle ranch. Yeah, we, we, and they had software called CattleMax, and it actually like could calculate the amount of meat that you could get out of each animal, and each animal was like RFID tagged, mm-hmm. so they so that they they could track each animal. Because the thing is, is that you actually have you have a return curve, so it's like you know like we we, we fight with this mm-hmm. like. My my father worked it out like our our turkeys because we we did the we did the free range thing or whatever. But after everything was said and done, you guys did butterballs. Oh, we did we did we had a thirty two pound turkey for Christmas. And you guys raised thirty two pounds. Yes. Can they and walk? This was small. Yes, and this was actually this was actually small because if we we had some issues at the start of the year, uh-huh. they probably would have cracked forty. Wow. Like how big is a fucking? F- that's a monstrous. That, fucking that like we had to buy a new oven because last year we had a thir- we had a thirty six one. Yeah, and it like we had to build a tray because we couldn't find a commercial one that would prep it. What are those turkeys called? Because those are special turkeys, right? Um, I'm not sure what. I mean, it's not. I mean, it's not heirloom. It, it's not an heirloom brim. They're like they're like I they're, called they're a butterball. Uni- they're like unicorn or something like that. But yeah, it might be. I a called ball. a butterball because it's it's the same species that the that the popular butterball brand mm-hmm. uses, right? And it's yeah, a special they're, they're, brand. They're, of tr- it's a special they're, they're, brand of turkey. They're, they're the they're the turkeys that are effectively once they reach adolescence. There's maybe like a two week period. And then they're actually literally too big to copulate. Yeah. So you have to like you, you know like, but but they um, but they can walk like yeah no they, he, he he Tom was stretching stuff those, up until up until the end because the meat chickens stuck, it get to a point where they can't walk right well some of the, some of them do but I mean like you know like it actually the, the, the meat chickens in general are never well I guess it we don't do meat chicken breeds i mean mm-hmm. like the turkeys are the closest one yeah but we don't let them get to the point where they're like fucking suffering debris right. you know because again it's not you gotta it's slaughter not, them right i mean you gotta slaughter them be- well, with the chickens you gotta slaughter them before they or else they're like well, their health starts to well, decline they'll, they'll, they'll they die big, because yeah. Bo- yeah, their body you know like basically it's the giantism problem yeah um i mean like but the turkeys I've, aren't I've like said, that um, well, the turkeys can get like that, but mm-hmm. you know, like it, it, it's it's a, it's a curve because you gotta mm-hmm. man, you know, you gotta manage it. But it, it's, you know, we don't we don't keep them in cells. We don't, you know, like they're. I mean, like turkeys are dumb, but they, you know, my father always feels like a traitor because they're like they're his friends because yeah. they'll come up and be like, hey, hey, how's it going? I remember him telling me that. I mean, I've only I've only. Um, talk to your father a few times, but I remember him telling me that, like, like when it came to the uh, the sheep, and when it came to the goats, he said that he he really didn't have the heart to slaughter them. Yes, like he keep considered them friends. You know, I mean, like tur- turkey. You know, turkeys are a little m- le- less personable, but you know, like again, it's like they're 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 his doofs. That's his. That's kind of his project every year. And but you're like, we only made twenty bucks. We only made twenty bucks a bird. Wow! After everything was said and done, 
<clears throat> and yikes. And that's like with all the feed that went into them, and that's that's not that's literally like not taking a, an hourly wage. Have you guys seen um, the Nature um, special? Uh, My life as a turkey. No. Have you seen this? No. Oh, it's so fucking good. It is so good. This guy. Um, and wait, I know we went way off from forest fires, but we can get, we'll back. get back to it. No, um, we're going to, we're going to get back to it. We're going to get back to it. But man, we haven't talked about Gunner's farm ever. And we've always wanted yeah. to. So we kind of opened up Pandora's box there. This guy comes home with turkey eggs that are about ready to hatch. And I, I think there's like five or six or maybe eight of them. And he raises these turkeys from hatchlings all the way up to being wild turkeys and going back out into the wild and he like lives he the reason it says my life as a turkey is because he realized as he was raising them that he they thought he was a turkey so he found himself acting like a turkey but i mean it's even stranger um probably the the the, the scene in it that, that and i don't want to i don't want to spoil it because it's a really really good i think you guys will really enjoy it it's it's really entertaining but the part that that completely flabbergasted me was him walking out into the forest that's that's close to his house with those little tiny um chick turkeys are they called chicks yes with the little tiny chicks all of the wildlife stayed they didn't run away it was like bambi because he was bringing his 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 young his youngins out there, he was no longer a threat, and all the wildlife just watched. Connor, come on, Trace. Come on, Trace. What, what does that have to do with the guy that raised turkeys? I was saying it's full cyborg. Full cyborg. What's that guy's name? <clears throat> What's his name? Cable. Cable. Isn't he like the worst superhero ever? Isn't that what you said? He's Wade? pretty bad. No. He's pretty bad. We're talking about turkeys, though. We're talking, We're talking about, about turkeys, turkeys, Gunner. We're talking about turkeys. I've got to bring up the worst superhero ever. Your worst hero superhero. Didn't he end ever. up? Did he end up teaming up at the end? Well, did, yeah, they're yeah, going good it's, it's, with Deadpool. Yeah, he's it's super best friends. It's it's like it's it's like buddy cop material extraordinaire. Yeah. So yeah, so this guy. I, that's what I thought was interesting is the very act of bringing those little chicks out was enough for the wildlife to no longer scatter. Almost like they just knew. Well, because he still looks like a human. Well, no, but 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 it's what it comes down to is that it's a, it's it's it, this is kind of one of those important insights into 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 nature itself is that animals do not perceive you as you. Animals perceive you as part of a context. So, you know, like you I mean, they can recognize you to a certain extent, but like you know, like you're, you're talking about that. Like, it, it, if he's got the chicks behind him, they're not seeing him as a person; they're seeing him as part of a flock. And flock is flock is natural. You know, flock is part of this part of this context. It's not it's not a foreign context. Ergo, it's not triggering the threat thing. Uh, you know, I mean, like deer, deer, fucking. Deer consider urban areas part of their territory now, so they don't get like like you know they're not fucking scared of pe- you know, like the sudden movement will will trigger them, but they're not scared of people. Like what the fuck? I don't know if you've been to Syracuse. They're fucking wandering around in the fo- they're fucking wandering around in daylight. Like my sister had had one fucking sleeping out in her backyard. Do you think that's evolution? 
like the ones that are the ones that can roam into the urban areas and still find food are surviving and the ones that aren't are not surviving well i mean like or do you do you think that it's just uh, they're just figuring it out like they're training each other uh uh, life um uh finds a way (laughs) jeff Goldblum. i um i don't know if it's evolution i guess it's you could kind of view it in a twisted form of evolution but it's kind of they're essentially disregarding uh some of the basic kind basic of survival instincts. like content construct well you know that and we, we we've you know like the gist of why they're in those territory they're, they're in that space is because we've murdered everything that would hunt them naturally it's true you know like we go back to that megaphone i mean like you know the 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 the, the prep although i don't know uh, supposedly there was a but there's a couple bobcats running around I've in, heard in that. Their, I heard that area. locally. There's been a couple of bobcats spot, spotted, which is awesome. Yeah. Well, I mean, like you know, except you know, like we we have the guard donkey, so I guess it's okay. But although, what did you say? We have guard. That's why we have life. So, um, what's a guard donkey? So, uh, fun fact. <laughs> <laughs> um, so usually in the past you would have something like um a great Pyrenees or an English sheepdog out with your sheep. Because that's actually what they're for. It's their livestock guardian mm-hmm. animals. Because what you'll do is you'll raise the dog with the flock or the herd. Yeah. And they'll you know like basically they'll 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 they'll, uh, they'll imprint accordingly. Mm-hmm. And what they would do is that if they were if they were attacked by a predator, i.e. a coyote or something like that, the livestock guardian dog would respond and count, basically the predators will only you know like predators will only attack either if they're desperate under those circumstances or if they don't see a threat and if they basically if there's a livestock guardian dog with them they will try and find something easier to pick off yeah problem with that is is that um due to the way that uh, most uh civil law is written now if you have somebody go trying to fuck with your life if you have an individual come in and try and fuck with your livestock and the livestock guardian dog attacks them it's the, it's a considered an assault mm-hmm. because you your dog has you you you, you your dog on your property you know like that yeah whole it's thing. a liability. However, um, what that what that has brought in is that you have uh, you have alternatives. So uh, the big one is uh, donkeys. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are a couple other like species that do this, but you'll have you know, like so we have we have uh, three donkeys at the farm currently as part of our livestock guardian mm-hmm. group. And, uh, you know, the gist is, is that the donkeys will fucking, st- you know, like they'll, yeah. they'll, they'll, they'll stomp the shit out of something and then go off in their thing. Unfortunately, but, but they're, they're less kind of, of a liability than a dog. Well, because uh, if, if, if a guy gets fucked up fucking with a horse, it's a completely different set of legal encumbrances, i.e. he had it coming because he shouldn't be in the fucking livestock right. pen to begin with. Right. Cause it's kind of not weird though. Isn't that, isn't that a weird double standard? Yes. Well, no, dog it, bites, dog bites are, str- dog bites are so common. That that the insurance, I think Garner's really talking about insurance here, insurance and liability. I think he's talking about the law. Well, the, because it's, it's, they'll it's, put it's, a dog it's, down. It's both. Because well, yeah, you, for sure. I, I get the insurance and liability part. You know, but 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 <clears throat> if you're operating a farm, you need to be insured. True. And, and, and it, the dog bites are usually excluded on the average policy, I think. But they pay them out. It's weird. So what they do is they say certain types of dog that are that are highly likely to bite. Um, are excluded. So like pit bulls are uninsurable usually for yeah. like a standard policy. Um, 
but I would expect the dogs that are not excluded to be covered. Uh, I don't know. That's interesting, especially with the stampeding. Like you'd think the stampeding is just the same amount of liability as a dog bite. Um, some of those dogs are fucking huge. Yes, they are. I uh, we, there was a farm that we went to a few a few uh, weeks ago, and these dogs were like, I don't. They were like like Great Dane size. Those mm-hmm. big white things. What are the, those gr- called? Gr- that's a great. That's a Great Pyrenees. A Great Pyrenees. Beautiful dog. The sweetest dog. Unless you fuck with livestock, and then they will kill you. But, but yes. yeah, like I mean, like little kids, like 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 one year olds were walking over and petting these big beautiful dogs, and they won't harm you. But the moment that you screw with their livestock, they will destroy you. But so guard donkeys are a thing now. Yep. Have they always been a thing? Uh, more or less. I mean, it, it's kind of gotten more prevalent now that you you know that and um the you know. It, we we talk about we talk about things that are kind of dying out. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, like Great Pyrenees are not really. Uh... Bless you. Thank you. God bless you. Akuna Matata. <laughs> but um, it, no, I'm like we. You know, like we have a bunch of herding dogs up at the house. Um. But you know, like that, that the, the uh, some of it's for sh- some of the so, some of that's really gotten co-opted by the show. I mean, the Australian Shepherds are a relatively newer breed, so it's not kind of like full of garbage DNA yet. But I mean, like they have probably you know like how all many the dogs? What? How many dogs? We have four Aussies, one Border Collie, and one uh, Pyrenean Shepherd. So. That's actually the the Pyrenean Shepherd's actually the counterpart to the Great Pyrenees. So you have giant dog and tiny tiny Benji looking dog, and mm-hmm. the Great Pyrenees, you know, so because it's all it's a mountain in France, the Pyrenees Mountains, it's mountain range, but um, well, the French and you know some other like parts of Europe, but um, the Great Pyrenees also has the distinction that it's one of the first domesticated dogs, so. Keep going, Gunner. Uh, you know, it's they're um, they're kind of vile. You know, like you know, Richie has his own neuroses in and of itself, but they're just they're not. They're meant for. I'm living in a. I'm living in like a, a stone or fucking uh, sod shack out in the middle of the wilderness. I have my Great Pyrenees fucking hanging out with my my sheep, and my Pyrenean Shepherd is like, you know, like super shaggy so he's like insulated from the fucking cold but it's like yeah it's like having a fucking wolf in your it's like having a miniature wolf in your house he just he is they're not and it's not a fault of them they're just not civilized and how many guard donkeys we have three guard donkeys so you got six dogs and three donkeys you got nine we have six we have six herding dogs that don't hurt sheep oh you know <laughs> oh, okay so you've heard so so those aren't guard dogs those are herding dogs and they aren't really doing what they're supposed well, to well i mean they can but you know it's 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 funny that we got the sheep for the dogs and then it's like you know what the dogs just live in the house oh gotcha um so my question for you is you know you talk about like you you get 20 bucks on a turkey right which is insane yes but you say you get 20 bucks on you a make- turkey um 
which I guess isn't that crazy from a, pro- a profit perspective. How much would that turkey cost if you were to buy, how, would you say it was a 30, 40 pound turkey? Yeah. How much would that cost uh, if you were to buy it in a supermarket? I don't think I've seen one that large. I have, we have, we have, upwards of 80 or $100? We haven't have bought, have bought a turkey in so many years, I don't even know what the pricing is on oh, it. Well, let's say it's 80 or $100. So making $20 on top of that, from a retail perspective, is about within the margin, yeah, but, right? Yeah, but that's also, that's like, that's effectively, that, that 20 Mm-hmm. That's just the cost of feeding and right, raising right, right. Bird. You're actually making nothing because there, your time no is hour, worth yes. right. Yeah, because your time is worth something. Um, so I'm with you on that, and that's actually what I heard. I have a coworker that's raised the uh, the meat chickens, and she said the same thing. She said if I were to go to the store and buy them, um, I think per chicken she if if her time was worth nothing, just the grain and the materials like she like the fence and stuff like that. Um, it was, I think, five dollars. She would have saved five bucks per chicken. Well, and and this gets into this. This gets into this whole interesting. Without time, this gets into this With whole time. She would have Jesus. been in, in the red. This gets into this whole interesting thing because we we talk about like fucking Western, you know, like we're going back and maybe Western, you know, civilization. Mm-hmm. Say, is that having having done this on a regular basis and knowing what it actually costs to get here. Mm-hmm. And the fact that people won't pay what it actually right. costs, what it what is worth, what yeah. you know, like so, I mean, like that has to be, you know, like that externality has to be coming from somewhere. Mm-hmm. And if you just do it on the average, like it, because it's it, you know, like never mind, like the climate, like climate hoo ha, whatever. If you just get into the economics of it, you know, like you can say like, oh, well, you know, like things get cheaper when we, we scale up. And yes. it's like, no, no, not not really. You're just better at hiding or transferring that cost off to somewhere else. Mm-hmm. And it's like maybe it's that environmental consequence or whatever. But mm-hmm. it's like the prevalence of meat mm-hmm. in the diet of the West is fu- like actually just it's kind of like it, it's it's the same thing as oil. Like, you know, not hippy dippy stuff. It's like. Okay, you know, like we pay two dollars and something for a gallon of gasoline, and that's not anywhere near the cost of what it actually mm-hmm. takes to produce it. Let alone make a pro. You know, like gas stations are making like maybe two cents a pro. You know, like two cents, three cents a margin on it. Mm-hmm. But like, when the fuck is that check coming? <laughs> yeah. When the fuck is that check coming due? Because that that they, I mean, like we're 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 effectively we're effectively living on credit. Like this is this whole the whole thing is based on right. not paying what it's actually credit cost grants tax. Yeah, but I want to go back to the guard donkey. So, what do donkeys eat? Uh, well, I mean, graze right, gra- grazing yeah, you, you know, gra- grass, uh, grain, hay. Is it predominantly grazing, or do you guys buy a lot of hay to feed them? Uh, we buy a lot of hay, but that's because we're kind of constrained on pasture. Because, they, the, mm-hmm. the, but this goes back. This this is the same thing that California thing, where um, and it's why I don't I don't know. Like, do you ever watch you ever watch the old western shows like Gunsmoke or something like that, or the the Big Valley? Like, I didn't get I didn't get like there was this whole thing where like this uh, there was this whole story arc where the sheep farm removed in to the Big Valley there, and all the fucking cattle ranchers were trying to lynch them. And it's because sheep will graze pasture down to the point where they kill it. 
and this is this is the same kind of issue that they have with out west with the cattle you know like with the cattle ranchers and stuff like that so you buy hay to, to make sure that you're you still we're have grass tr- yes we're trying not to fl- we're not because w- w- what will how happen much is hay that, do you go through a week oh like probably i'd say a bale 10 13 bales 13 bales a week and how much how much on average does one bale of hay cost i mean probably 15 20 but i mean like, I, I, i'd have to i'd have to check it, it, it gets so, pricey. so well over a hundred dollars a week I mean, just we, on hay we bought we bought and this is to keep the donkeys the sheep i mean like we who have else eats it uh you know again the, the cows you guys have cows? Yeah, we have. We have three, we when have the hell cows. did you get cows? We don't. I mean, like, you don't come. I mean, like, I mean, like, not that I have a place to have you fucking hang out really at the moment, <laughs> but you know, <clears throat> yeah. No, I, I told you the story of chocolate, the, the 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 legend of chocolate chip. We kidnapped her from her adopted son, and she did. She went like full Beatrix. She went full fucking Beatrix from Kill Bill. Wade's shaking his head too. He didn't, I didn't know you cows. Oh, Tell, let's talk about the cows. So yeah. the cows eat the, the cows eat the hay as well. Well, you, actually, we have different hay for different animals. Oh, because depending so on because like bales are there are, there are certain grades that like the cows can handle that the sheep can't. Mm-hmm. I mean, because um, I remember, and I do listen to you. So when you say <laughs> I haven't been there in a while, that's true. But I do listen. Um, and Wade and I would be happy to do a. a, a a house I gotta, visit. I gotta, I gotta get the. I'm, I'm inviting Wade. I gotta get the bait and trailer finished, or in the we we can go hang out. Um, but I, I remember, I remember when your parents moved to their property, and this I found very interesting. I remember when your parents moved to their property, you had to introduce the the grain that they were about to be eating. Um, by grain, I'm using generically, but yeah. like the grass, you had to introduce some of those farm animals to the grass that they were about to move to, right? Yes. Or either that, or you had to bring the grass from the old property there. Can you explain that a little bit? Well, it's because um, the the whole thing is you got to. So, the, at least the, the the cows and the sheep are what they call ruminants. So they have what multi- is that word? A ruminant. 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 R u m i n a n t. Okay. And what the whole thing is is that uh, grass actually has very grass has um, very constrained in nutritional value, mm-hmm. and it gets into this whole thing like you got to get it at the right time because the protein content, sugar, blah 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 blah. Mm-hmm. So um, ruminants are based on the, have this whole thing where their digestive systems have basically evolved into like the multi they have multiple stomachs yeah because yeah. what it is is it's an actual it's a fermenter mm-hmm. so you're you know they're basically taking uh, grass and doing the same thing like you do when you do like the fermented vegetable like ginger or uh-huh. your, your sauerkraut you know, like you're increasing its nutritional value by using it to basically culture microorganisms to sure. do its thing. Um, but what will happen is that if you change the mix, mm-hmm. suddenly they can get sick. They can get sick because you'll basically it's it's the same You're deal like with your internal environment. Well, yes, because what what you do is you can actually get blood poisoning, stuff like that, or bloat. Uh, that's the big one because they fucking because like, the gases. Make it, yeah, the weird they, gases yes, because they, they'll, they'll they'll you know methane. Uh, yeah. But it's it, the same thing as if if you just feed them with straight grain, they'll get the you, you, because if the sugar content goes up. Basically, they have a brewery sitting in the middle of them, and mm-hmm. the fucking ye- the 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 yeast and whatever that's inside will go to town and start outgassing like a, a mofo. So that's and- the science behind it. Explain what that's like transferring an animal 
to a new land. It is it is it is a pain in the ass is what it's like. Um I mean like you know luckily we didn't have the horses at the time cuz they're they're even fucking You got worse. horses? Yeah. When did you get horses? We've had horses for a couple of years now. Wow. I think I remember you mentioning a horse. Yeah, we have we have Wendy and Bogo and Misty and I remember uh, you talking about Bogo. Bogo, yeah, he's the rape horse. <laughs> Well, he's not right. Yeah, horse. remember he, he was, was telling the story of the horse trying to fuck anything that moves. Yeah, he was he was even giving me side eye. I'm like, dude. <laughs> I mean, like, okay, one, not my scene. I mean, like, I res- you are a handsome boy, but uh, wrong species. And two, no, because it was like, it's he's he was bending the fucking fence post with that goddamn thing as he was whacking it, and I'm like, uh, Jesus. <laughs> And he's just like, I felt, you know, like, again, I, I just felt bad for him because there was no possibility of relief because it was mom or a sheep and the sheep What's were not name? doing it. Bogo. Can, because, is it okay if I named the episode so Bogo the rape horse? Poten- potential rape horse. I don't want to, listen, he's not convicted. It's a potential rape horse. Well, well, he just hasn't, he hasn't raped a living thing, but he's raped I mean, your fence. And, yeah. he's, and he's raped you with his eyes. I mean, like, it, 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 I mean, like. I, I, I consider it in the same category as uh, Sean's pet bull fucking falling in love with a barbecue grill. Yeah. Yeah. We have a friend that had a, his for some reason, his step, his, I guess, stepfather figure um, had, had gotten a bull. Yeah. And the bull would make love to his grill. He was chained up in his backyard and uh, he would make love to the grill. He was very friendly with Sean, though. He didn't. I don't think he ever made love. To Sean, but he did make love to the grill. But I mean, if you were a bull and you saw that grill, do you think that you would think like confuse it for? I don't think uh, if there's any confusion. I uh, think it's it's just the urge I need to get off, and that's what I need to have to happen. Life. I don't think it matter. I don't think it would matter if it was a grill or a. Fucking, He's on a chain. It's like this is the only thing I can reach life, the dirt. Uh, finds <laughs> a way, way to rape. <laughs> you know that would be cool if a mecca grill bull came out of it i mean i know the science doesn't work yet but well i mean like d- listen this is fire this breathing is, this is where sorcery propane comes powered in. mecca i mean like i, I can make one from scratch but steampunk like, ball need some sorcery go back to introducing the uh sheep and well livestock period to the yeah, yeah, explain the process yeah. well again because basically what you got to do is that uh our our big thing was that we had to regulate how much how much they were exposed to because it, it it's um I mean are you clipping the grass with scissors are you using well no 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 so what, what 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 you would what you would do was that you were just limiting their exposure so we were feeding them hay down at the other house too and what you would do is you just limit their exposure to how much time they're on, you know how much time they're on pasture so you're forcing them the hay that you've been feeding them forever yes. And, and then we're just you then get them, slowly them some introduce time. them to the yes. grass. Okay. Because the other thing is, is that it, it where where it gets in is that the the pasture gets kind of larry because I mean like you know in in theory it's just sunlight and whatever but I mean like you have to do you have to see certain pasture improvements. Um, although the guy that we were supposed to have that done with kind of fucking. Cheated us a couple times on this, but you know. Now, it's pasture improvements. Is that irrigation? <clears throat> is that um, seed spreading shit? Uh, seed. I mean, seed like, and fertilizer. Y- y- seed, yes, uh, you're because um, 
And when the, you say shit, you're are you talking about fresh stuff from your own farm? Just, oh, well, or are you I, talking about buying like the scentless manure from No, no, there's no scent there's scentless manure is such a misnomer. No, no but I've bought no, it no, before. No, it doesn't smell. No, I mean like we actually have compost. So I mean oh, like so you're we're, using we're, your own we're, compost. We're, we're, but you know, like again, you're doing you're doing pasture improvement, so you're you're seeding specific grasses. Because the other thing is is that there's certain there are certain because this gets back this gets back to this whole thing where you're competing because it's it's this whole microbiome kind of shit. Mm-hmm. Um, so you have um, certain species of grass that are more desirable for certain behaviors. Like out west, you want ones that are more resilient to drought mm-hmm. because they'll come back from thing. But they also control wildfire. But unfortunately, it's also like the, if they're grazing on that, you have to move. You have to move your livestock more frequently so they don't get down to the root structure so you have die off and then Mm -hmm. you have an invasive species come in um here we're not quite there yet i mean like you know there there are some patches where you get gray but it's the big thing is that we're fighting with invasive species or we're fighting with a plant uh because there's um actually i'm not familiar with it uh warfarin was found was originally discovered because they had a whole bunch of cattle dying from bleed out mm-hmm. because what happened was is that there What's was a warfarin. Warfarin it's a is blood an, thinner. A blood it's thinner. what they give people when they have blood clots and things like that. Mm-hmm. It's uh, so it's like Lasix or something. It's like kind that. Kind of like Xarelto, mm-hmm. but uh, not Xarelto self-regulating within the within the, the system. <laughs> warfarin is like uh, when you take warfarin, you have to uh, you gotta have to go to a doctor get your blood checked like every week or every other week. Okay. It's actually it, it's actually one of the active ingredients in rat poison. Oh, okay. But uh, be, and that was found how? Well, because what happens is it's it's actually from a species of clover. Oh. And what what it does is that it's an anticoagulant, and what 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 would happen is that um you would get scenarios where this this clover would start coming in on the pasture because you'd overgrazed it, mm-hmm. and climate change, and. Uh, it would propagate through, and when the cattle would eat it, effectively, it would you know like their their pro- their liver the liver can't their liver can't filter out the the protein chain that the, the that warfarin is derived from, mm-hmm. and they'd like nick themselves on a fucking fence or something like that, and they just bleed out right on the fucking pasture because it would never clot. Wow, interesting. And I mean, like actually, you know, but but we have ones that like. Um, you know, it, it's again. You know, most most medicine. You know, again, this gets in the idea of call, like how much, how much, how much fucking E. coli or uh, you know, like how many acres of clover do they have to hack down and boil through to get enough to make a bottle a bottle of warfarin or something like sure. that? You know, that that the externality. But but if it's an invasive species, then at least it's it knows how to grow and yeah. spread, so they don't have that issue. Well, is it is it considered a weed? Um. Well. I mean, every plant technically is considered a weed if it's not where you want it, but... Yeah, because that's what, like, um, I, I don't do a whole lot of gardening or anything that grows plants out of the ground, but um, I've had a little bit of experience with it. My wife and I tried to do, um, we tried to do a raised bed garden, and when we first started it, we bought, and it was expensive, we probably could have done it on the cheap using other means, but we decided to fill the raised beds with uh, uh, miracle Grow yeah. topsoil, which is very expensive. Yeah. 
and we, there was a sale on it, so it cost us a few hundred dollars less than what we um, what we could have spent. But the interesting thing about the Miracle Grow, right? And Gunner knows exactly where I'm going. Is the soil is already it already has all of the weed seeds completely killed, and they use the uh, the Roundup um, in the soil so that it will discourage the growth of those weed seeds which is supposed to make you know your garden isn't competing with the weeds but after so the first year we had a very nice looking garden the second year we had to weed every single day to keep those out Mm -hmm. i mean they spread fast like that roundup was gone and they spread fast so when i talk about weeds that's in my mind like you said it's what i don't want Right. Well, you know, and and part of it too is that, um, I mean, we did not have a great year on the main garden. I mean, the raised beds did all right, but it's, um, you know, competing with varmints and weeding out. But yeah, it, it, it I mean, there's there's actually certain agriculture like there's actually a, there's a there's a certain style of raised bed that doesn't actually have the box. You just bury a log over a mound and then you'd be you know like you, you just you just pick your plants mm-hmm. accordingly to kind of keep the population under control so yeah i don't understand the purpose of the raised bed at all it seemed like a silly concept i mean i guess it's nice because it brings it four inches higher to you so you don't have to bend over as far but i really didn't understand the purpose of it over just using the ground it's um it's actually moisture retention uh, yeah so the box is supposed to help keep in the well, moisture. Well, you're you're you're, you're, perfu- you're perfusing the the root, but yeah, it's the the gist is is that the box will keep a more stable moisture level than. I saw a guy on YouTube though saying that you could use like layers of cardboard yep. and stuff like that, and it actually will grow um, a better garden. Well, because actually the, the 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 particular technique I'm talking about that that's really exactly it is that you have you basically bury a log, you let it rot, uh-huh. and the uh-huh. the log itself besides becomes like, its becomes, own retention, its yes. own moisture retention. Well, and it's also like a, it's it's a way to colonize all the micro the microorganisms that you want to do soil effect, you know, like nitrogen asphyxiation and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Um, and the, is that because like worms and ants and stuff want to live in there? Do well, they help? Yeah, but, but but it's also it's also like the the biggest issue the biggest issue with um, doing gardening is besides you know actually like getting, not having something to eat, eat the thing you're trying to grow is that you want to you want to you want to maximize the productivity period of when it's in its growth cycle. Which means that you right. want to keep you want to you you know you 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 don't want to overwater it, but mm-hmm. you want to you want to make sure that it has everything available to it during the the point of its gestational cycle. Yeah, we had serious problems with the with, with the with the moisture in the water because we had some plants that preferred to be in the shade. Mm-hmm. Those plants, the leaves were turning brown and they weren't producing. And then, of course, we had other ones that wanted to be in the sun and they needed to be watered all the time. And we had we had serious problems because we didn't really understand, like, like first of all, like a cucumber, for example, right? The cucumbers go yellow and they aren't as nice if, if they're exposed to the sun. So, um, and I talked to my coworker and what she does is she'll build like a vine ramp mm-hmm. and she'll have like a one of the vines crawl up the ramp while the ones that prefer the shade live underneath the ramp it's much more complex in her garden the other th- mistake that i think we made is the plans that we looked up called for a four foot wide raised bed 
And when I go to other people who just use dirt, they just have like aisles you can walk between the plants. Yep. With a four-foot raised bed, you end up with two plants next to each other, and you can't make your way in between them. You'd be stepping into the raised bed. So we were constantly like reaching into the middle of the raised bed. I kind of wish that we had like two-foot raised it's, beds it's instead also, of four. It's also, it's also that you really you really need to pick your poison, like what the, like um, peppers. Yeah. And tomatoes are really the, the your, your two biggest... Yeah, what type of peppers, though? Because our bell peppers never grew bigger than the size of, a, a, of I don't know, like a, like maybe maybe a peach. Like we never got them. We never got those huge uh, bell peppers that everybody can grow. The tomatoes did okay, but our peppers never grew huge, whereas the hot peppers did okay. You know, and we mostly did hot. We we just did hot peppers. Did hot this peppers? Year, but, oh yeah, because the bugs don't like them, right? Uh, we we had a lot of uh, varmints devour our uh, non lean crops. Actually, yeah, it's it's kind of it's kind of a pain because the garden's right next to my tiny house where I would have parked my camper, but I can't I can't have the two of them next to each other. So it's like, hey, I got I got to get snowshoes to try and fucking track back to the, the bait and shack. And then you have weird things like my stepmother has a huge garden. My father owns owns a large plot of land and she has a huge fenced in garden. And um, one year, Blight took out all of her tomatoes. Mm-hmm. And I mean, like half of her garden was tomatoes. Every single <laughs> species of tomato was completely destroyed. Right. Isn't that what it's called? Blight. Blight. Yeah. Yep. And isn't that like what is that? It's like a fungus that grows on the yes. root or something. Yeah. Well, it's usually the, the either the root or the leaf itself. And they were all destroyed. Like like a whole bunch of tomatoes were just inedible. They were just all black. That's crazy. We we and we, that we had probably we more had, often than not. We had similar issues to um, that with uh, another crop this year, but uh, it's was it marijuana? No. <laughs> Why are you smiling? Because you're an asshole. <laughs> and no. No, no, but it, it's... Poppy seeds? Yes, we were growing the poppies. <laughs> no, well, no, I mean, like, we we, we lost... I, I'm, like, we only got, like, maybe a fifth of our tomatoes this year. Mm-hmm. And, like, you know, like, the, the, again, all of our peppers died. Do you guys can? Yeah. I think you kind of have to, right? Like if you have like even a- we actually we but even with a fifth, we had so many tomatoes that we forgot that we had two buckets of tomatoes sitting by the front fuck, fucking and they steps. Were bad. We were trying to figure out why there were fruit flies in the house, <laughs> and then when we were cleaning for Thanksgiving, we found these two buckets full of fucking juice, <laughs> and it was just like it was stank, and I I don't know like it's compost. It, yes, it was. Yeah. It, it was like poop. Back it's, to it's, the back to I'm the always, land. I'm always amazed at like. The poop stank that didn't come from poop. <laughs> is there? A, yeah, I know. It's because of the bacteria. Yes, the like bacteria it just, it smells. Finally, yeah. It, do you do you guys get any of your garden crops and turn them back around and feed them to your livestock, or um, are most I of mean, them just we, for human consumption? Uh, well, actually, because uh, the other one is that uh, the big thing we'll, we'll do is uh, squash because that's uh, the seeds are herbis are basically anti worm uh-huh. ones. Really? So yeah, the sheep the sheep will go to town on those. So you feed the. This is awesome. So you feed squash seeds. Oh, well, squ- squash is a whole, but the, the, yeah, specifically. Oh, you give them the whole seeds. thing. Yes. Yeah, hoping that they'll bite into the seed while they're. Yeah. When you say as a whole, you're talking about like uncooked. Yeah. You just give it. The well, squash, you, they just you, eat you, it? Cr- you crack it or whatever, but yes. oh, you do crack it open. Well, I mean, like some of them. So they're not eating depend, the outer depend, shell. Well, depending on the size, because some of them, yeah, they'll they'll just go to town on it anyways. But 
it's it depending on the species of squash. But and you're saying this this the squash seeds when digested. What, did you say it was the sheep? Oh well, the sheep. Yes, basically, because it's it, it's it certain parasites they'll 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 kill. Um, we're actually having we're having a fight we're having a fight right now because we we're, we hit a worm outbreak and we're trying to deal with that because you, it's kind of the balancing act is like you got you kind of you, you got to do it slow because um, if you use the straw if you do if you do it too quickly uh, the sheep will bleed out. Oh wow! So you got to slowly. People, people, kill I guess off people the technically people would have the same problem too, but yes, if you de- it, it's kind of like it's the same thing. Like if somebody's had hasn't had water for a long time, you got to mm-hmm. kind of introduce it slowly. But yeah, because what what'll happen is that if you get the parasites to release all at once, basically mm-hmm. you have all these you have hundreds of thousands of tiny wounds sure. in their intestine, and yeah. it just like fucking they just fucking bleed out and die on the spot because their we, blood pressure. Just drops. We have kittens and. Um, What's in, we're, de, we're deworming the kittens. Of course, this is nothing like a, like a like a sheep, but um, cat worms are worse. Yeah, the interesting thing about the kittens is one of the things that they do to clean each other is they lick each other, and the problem is is like you're deworming these kittens and they're they're spending they're time licking, licking they're each licking, other's they're butts. Licking, they're licking they're licking eggs back up. Right, and they're putting them right back into that their digestive tract. No, <clears throat> which is why. In the heat of the moment, it's still not okay to go ass to mouth. <laughs> Tell that's, what a, that's what ATM stands for. It's not automated teller machine or whatever. It's. Tell me more about the legend of chocolate chip the cow. Legend of chocolate chip. So. Is it a girl um, or a boy? It's a girl. Okay. Oh, what the fuck? She's. I'm trying to remember what the fucking breed she is. But anyways, she's 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 a cow with horns. What? Oh, a heifer with horns? Yes. So, because there are there are breeds that actually have like both both genders have have horns. horns. Yeah. Really? She she has the fuck you, she has like the proper fuck you up set. You know, like so is it like the the mustache and unibrow movement that's happening? No, I mean she's she's obviously she no she's is obviously a cow. A she just she just has a, a a murder rack as opposed to the the the, the other kind of rack. Um, but. Although yeah, we gotta glue tennis balls on the tips of her horns because she's gonna murder somebody. You know, like she will properly murder. Like yeah, they will they will properly fuck you up. What are you looking at? Oh Jesus Christ, Gunner! Unibrow. Is this a thing? What? Let's. Uh, what's her face? The Mexican artist. I can't remember. That's like Simon uh, Hay- Hayek did a movie about her. It's it's bothering me. Well. You'll get over it. Um, it's it's so crazy how the the natural way that a woman looks can be so socially unacceptable, right? I mean, my brain has trouble with it too. I don't know if it's a it's a woman like I maintain and ensure that I don't have a unibrow. I don't think it's just it's just about women. I think it's it as a whole. Yeah. Oh gosh, man, it's just scary. It's very freakish. But but it's how they look naturally, right? I mean, it's 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 it's, it's, it's interesting to me, right? It's just Frida Kahlo de it's not much different than, than us all walking around with beards, Rivera. right? Rivera. I guess that's true. It's a good point. You know, it's 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 the natural hair that our bodies creates, and it's what we would have looked like had we not made ourselves look like these hairless apes. Yeah, there's Frida. 
that's that's not nearly as severe. Well, you're gonna see because it's actually it's it, it's funny because effectively yeah not it's nothing well, like no, this because, woman here I I almost want to say she dies her eyebrows dark well no because what, what I'm trying to find is look at the color of her hair yeah well yeah not that the the brows have to be the same color but I mean it she's well, got no, like because what like what dirty it, what it is hair. is that it's a recreation of that particular like because this was she would paint herself portraits like that uh, okay. and that's where that style comes from oh. is that she would do this exaggerated folk art style for her self-portraits. So hopefully the unibrow um, movement is a short-lived one. Well. For my sake. Or the two eyebrows. So is there more of a story to chocolate well, no, chip so, or just so, that she so, has horns? No, no, no. So chocolate chip. Um, <laughs> Wait, turning his head away from the he's just He's just disturbed. So, choco- so chocolate chip um, came to us. Having lived a interest, having lived a full cow life beforehand. How old is chocolate chip? Uh, chocolate chip is like four, five, somewhere in there. But um, so uh, actually, when the farm that she came from, uh, they she had calved already, like the calf had already been taken away, but she had adopted another calf. Uh, you know, like I, I mean, like you know, and when I say calf, like. Probably eight, kind of like at the same context of like if you're a mom and you're still breastfeeding your seven year old kid, probably not appropriate. <laughs> okay. But you know, I mean, like you know, we leave from social more. But anyways, so you know, like, but she'd adopted this other one, whatever, because you know, like the cow brain. So when they went to pick her up, they got her in the cow. They got her in the the horse slash livestock trailer, and they're bringing her back, and they're watching, and like. She is just super alert, and they made the joke that she was actually remembering the path that they were taking to bring her home, back to the farm. So got her, in, got her, got her home, got her out of the trailer. You know, whatever. You know, she wasn't real happy about being busted up, anyways. Got her, got her in the pasture. Was quiet. Went to bed. Got up the next morning. Cow had knocked over one fence, vaulted, flattened, like, flattened one, and managed to open up the third one and had fucked off and was, was like, fighting through the woods wow. to get back to the farm outside of Kaz that we had picked her up from. And was it's like this, this right quest direction? of, yes, she was going, but she, she was, like, doing the full, like, fucking, uh, uh what was How the movie f- with the cat and the dog? Oh, they were um, trying to, yeah, Otis and no, that was the two. That was the Homeward Golden Bound. Retreat, the Homeward Bound, yes, yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, she's like, she's just, I, I got a mission, and what, and it's like, how do you find a, a runaway cow? Well, we we did manage to track her down eventually, and like you know, like you're talking about like tranquil rifles, and that didn't really happen because she kind of gave, she kind of just like gave up. <laughs> but the thing was, is that like. She, like why I make the Beatrix comment is never mind like you know just like breaking the you're like busting the busting the tearing tearing the defenses down to escape. She did this thing where like she would just disappear into the woods like you were tracking her and like you'd see deer and then the deer were like what the f- <laughs> because you know and again she's not a tiny cow and she's the wrong color but she would just like fucking camel she would just vanish like the fucking predator and (laughs) (laughs) like the kindest predator like yes it's like hello 
Is she happier now? Well, you know, I mean, she's cool. Can you we talk had, had, about the a, great chocolate chip hunt? I mean, what was this hunt like? How yeah, many how did you track you? her down? No, I mean, like I actually missed out on it because I had to go to I had to go to work. Like that was that was my I, I'm in a suit with freaking waiters on trying so, to like. So your my, father had to do this. My father and my brother, my brother-in-law, and another guy. But yeah, because like they were they were trying to track somebody down with a fucking dart rifle because they may ha- they may have had to. Now, do I, I assume that the cow? I assume that that. She doesn't move like all that fast, right? I mean, they're capable oh, of moving. Right? They, they, they walk faster than you. Okay. And they got four legs, so they're generally they're generally more they're more sure on unsteady terrain. Though so. for not long periods of time, I've seen cows gallop, and mm-hmm. then they're not slow. They're not like yeah, you know, they're not cho- blazing cho- or anything. They're not a horse. Yeah, chocolate chocolate chip is not not like Olympic decathlete, but uh, she is not. I mean, you think of like a bull. Well, that those fuckers can move. They can't yeah. really move as fast as bulls typically, especially after they're calved. But they can get around. Yeah, chocolate chocolate chip chocolate chip is uh, a serious cow with serious business. So, did they tell you about what this cow hunt was like? I mean, yeah, I mean, did like, they make it, it, it like it, it, like it, it, half it, it, a mile into your neighbor's property, or uh, what? it was a while. It was a while. It was they, they kind of pinned her down on the woods, but they couldn't find where she was hiding, and that was <laughs> when you say was, pinned her down, like they like they saw her tracks. Well, no, they they basically they had a very good idea that she was in this like this, this cops. And they couldn't. What did you find say? Cops. What's that? Cops is a block of woods. It's like it's. Oh, a, okay. It's a, you know, it's like a, you know, like. I'm a, sorry, I have to keep asking about these words because I don't know what they are. But so, so they they were pretty sure she was in a certain block of woods, and they didn't think that she had moved outside of that block of woods. Yes. What size of are we talking about? Are we talking about like a football field, or are we talking about something uh, larger? I mean, like a, a, a few acres. I mean, like it was, it was a decent size, but you know, that and eventually just kind of having, she gave up. I mean, like they got her back on the trailer. They didn't have to drug her or anything like that, but yeah, it was, it was Wait, not. so they were out there with like, with like a trailer and a, and a tractor? A trank, like a, like the, I'm not sure if they would have dragged her back, but yeah. Yeah, but Trace was, wants to know how, how is there a trailer out there if you're in the middle of the woods? No, I mean like you, by the, by this like by, by a service road or something like that. Oh, you, gotta, okay. you gotta, you gotta get a lead on, you know, it, it, again, it, it, it's, I mean, we're, we're, the gist is, is that effectively, yeah, somebody got her hand, somebody got their hands on her and she just kind of gave up. Now, whose property was she on when they found her? I don't know who, which one of the neighbors. It was, but it's we, one of the neighbors' properties, yeah. right? I mean, like you know, and again, it's it, it was kind of reciprocal because the guy who called us telling us that the cow was out um, and whose property ended up on uh, last time, we had all his cows in our front yard at one point because they somebody busted a fence down and they just. So you guys are out. used. They're, you guys are used to rounding each other's cows. Yeah, up. Yeah, you know. It, it, you know they were they were mowing down on our apple trees and stuff like that. But uh, was, was that okay? Well, I mean, the apple trees aren't optional. But you know what are you going to do? It's not like you yell at a cow. Do cows not... get drunk off apples like horses do? Well, they have to be fermented apples. Yeah, I know, but horses do eat them. Yeah, horses. Well, horses will get drunk off a fermented apple, but they don't get drunk off a normal apple. I'm talking about fermented apples. But they're on the tree. They're not fermented. I mean, like they're they're. they're I don't they're... know this. You just said that they. Got into your apple trees. I didn't. So, I mean, so like, you they don't have apples that are low enough for the cows. to Well, no. Eat? I mean, like, literally, we 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 we're trying to start some apple trees, 
on our front yard, which oh, is kind like of little itty bitty ones. Yes, although my freaking brother-in-law <laughs> keeps more. My brother-in-law keeps murdering the shit out of them. Were they eating the leaves then? Uh, I yeah, and like the t- you know like the app the the tiny apples that come off of it, you know like it. But I, I guess it's better than the sheep because the sheep will just strip the whole freaking bark off the thing and kill them. I mean, actually, that was one of the problems with the place down in Canastota is that there was the dude had a wild apple orchard that the sheep kind of like fucking murdered while uh, they were living out back sheep there. Sheep sound like real assholes. They are. Like I mean, some of them, some of them are, but you know, it's also like, it also like, we have we have three primary breeds, so we have the Cotswold, which are like. The Rastafarian Roman Empire, like you know, like they're 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 a British breed or they're a UK breed, but they're like old and they're giants. Um, we have Finns, which are from Finland. Uh, but you know, like their their big thing is they're they're kind of they're more like meat sheep. I mean, like you know, they have wool and stuff like that. And then we have the Shetlands, and the Shetlands are the fucking post-apocalyptic warriors. Like, I make that joke, but I, I have I have think that the only reason the Shetland Islands are around is that it's a pla- it, it's the Rorschach problem. It's that he's not locked in there with you. You're locked in there with him. And Shetlands are sheep that would thrive if they went feral. Really? Like, the, the whole thing is that, like, there was a... Because, again, like, the, they graze them on seaweed because there's not enough grass on the island mm-hmm. um they're just voracious eaters well no they're just they're just fucking bad well because so here's here's the crux um you know we're talking about cord blood um so like a fin or a cotswold you have a birth i mean like they're kind of up on their legs but it takes a couple it takes a while for them to recover a shetland will drop Two, like two, two lambs, three lambs, something like that. I mean, like you know, they, they don't have multiple. They don't usually do multiple. When you say big up on their legs, you're talking about it's a it's a species of animal that when they give birth, they can walk. They're they're right? they're the, the yes, the infant is walking within so many like so many minutes after birth. Uh, you know, like a fin, it takes like maybe fifteen something like that minutes. Yeah, I mean, like you know, like there's there's a whole thing. You know, it, it, it it's it's a while for them to recover. A Shetland lamb will be up on its feet in a minute. Mom will have had the placenta and everything gone within ninety seconds after birth, because they're fucking mo- they're already moving off to after another location. Birth, because yeah, mom, mom just went through this whole fucking thing, and but yeah, they are they are on they are on the move. Wow! Within two minutes after birth, I heard that baby elephants can walk like two miles the day that they're born. That's crazy, you know. But you know, and again, like you'll 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 see you'll you'll see uh, mom there, and she will still be like fucked up from the whole like like she's she's kind of in it. She's got the, the the shark eyes, and she's just fucking mowing down on this placenta, like ready to fuck, like, ready to fucking knife you. That's so because, crazy. And they are because meat they eaters, right? No, but they but they need to get rid of the placenta because they don't want to predators attract predators. Just, yeah. Oh wow. They're clean. They've cleaned. Ba- they've cleaned baby. They cleaned up the mess. Instinct. Wow. And like, but yeah, like the Shet- the Shetlands will, uh, there was, a, there was a thing a couple, like 10 years back where there was this native bird. Um, uh, anyways, so, so the, the Shetland, the Shetlands, the big thing with the, the seaweed is that's where they get the majority of their minerals from. And there was an issue where like the, 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 the wash up or something like that was less than was, was supposed to. And there was issues with the iron and calcium fixation in it. Mm-hmm. So, um, like, 
like 10 or something years back, like they had this bird population crash on the island. They couldn't figure out why. And then they would find the bodies of these birds and the birds would have their fucking legs mouth off. And what was happening was the Shetlands were hunting the birds yes. to bite their fucking legs off <laughs> yes. to get the calcium. Jesus Christ, wow. really? For them and the, well, because the moms, moms would find the birds, bite the legs off the birds so they would have the calcium that they needed when they were fucking nursing Wow. baby and Holy they would shit. you'd be watching these use and they'd be hunt? fucking stalking what type of bird nest uh yeah it's okay if you don't know but how does a gall maybe how well does? i mean it's a gra- it's a ground it's a ground nesting bird because there's no so, trees on the fucking island so like a little quail or something yeah but it, it, you know but it's like yeah like because it's got to be something that's comfortable with. right it's got to be it's got to be something that's comfortable around sheep because like if you like it, i'm right with the quail right uh well i'm not sure if it's a quail or like there's certain types of dove, right? That that are kind of like ground. I don't know birds. There's, there's, that well. there's, there's a bunch here. of bur- uh, burbs. It's, but it's got to be one that's comfortable enough to be around the mouth of a sheep, right? Because it's not like the sheep are are. It's not, it's not like they can pull like a like a wolf pack and you know actually track down. And well, hunt you, these you things. don't think you don't think of a Shetland as a predator, right? No, absolutely not. I mean, you'd think of it as as essentially. Essentially, just a grazer, like it would just get picked off by predators. But I'm looking at a picture of the, the Shetland. Predation of they just look like assholes. Sheep. They just look like assholes. There you go. Turn turn chicks. Yeah, that thing's definitely giving you a look. It's right like now, a, it just looks like a bunch of dickheads. <laughs> <laughs> In the sheep world, it looks essentially like I don't know. So um, <laughs> so now Gunner, you guys have to shear them, right? Like you have to, right? Yeah. It's like a. Is that so that they're cool enough in the summer? Is it because it'll grow too long and it'll well, because you, you, you have you have two you have two coats that come in, so you don't want it to get it matted. But it's also yeah, I mean like you know besides if you're gonna get the wool off them, I mean like you could it it will fall out by itself. Mm-hmm. There's it's not necessarily a requirement per se. I mean like. Now, do you guys use the wall? Does, does is yeah? Actually, in your I'm I'm I'm, I'm kind of being an asshole because we were supposed to we were we had a lady from New York City coming down today to go uh, buy a bunch of our fleeces, and I was supposed to be probably helping them with the skirt. Like, I got this, and I got to go do a uh, blonde blonding on somebody here. When you afterwards. say buy a bunch of your fleeces, what do you mean? Like literally, just we have sh- we have sheep fleeces that we've shorn off of them, bagged up. They're just not processed yet, but yeah, you want to. So she would just be buying the wool, just shaved. Nothing else has been done to it. Yep. Now, um, do you guys? But you guys, do you guys spin it too? Um, I mean, my, my mother, my, mo- my mother does. Yeah. Like, you know, like we'll, we'll, we'll wash and cart, we'll wash and cart it, and then make yarn from it and stuff. But. So I don't know that much about the wool process, but each year my family goes to the, there's something that this area offers and it's great. It's called Open Farm Day. And uh, I highly recommend anybody that's in the uh, upstate New York area uh, to check it out. It's something that Madison County offers. I believe it's Mad- it's exclusive to Madison County. Wow. The other counties may offer it. They chased, they chased them off the island. They chased the birds off. Yes, the birds like are the, gone. Bir- the, bir- the bird, the birds wouldn't wow. nest on that territory anymore. But yes, because they kept dying. Six hundred and eighty wow. live Arctic tern chicks and at least ten Arctic skua chicks on Fola uh, would bite off one or both legs or wings, or more rarely the head. Oh but man! But it's just like I got sheep that eats bird heads. How cool is that? It's pretty metal. 
Um, uh, yeah, Shetland, <clears throat> Shetlands are, are so Shetlands are uh, Gina Davis and the Long Kiss Goodnight. Like they're just fucking apocalypse sheep. So this wool process, there. So, uh, so this this open farm day, they have goat farms, and you can go and buy like the the, the goat milk and the goat cheese and stuff like that, which is terrific. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's one of them that does the whole wool process, and um, they have they have tons of sheep, and they have this little like like a workshop that the kids can do, and the kids love it because what they do is they they start off with I believe what you're describing like a bag of just just the 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 wool being shaved off, but then at the end of it they have this cool ball like. Um, you know, like like a ball, and the, but the, the the properties of the wool have changed, and part of that involves. I want to say, correct me if I'm wrong here, Gunner, is they have to like 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 rub it together with soap or something. What do you, the the ball? Well, so you have um, you have three you have three things that you you're doing depending on what you're going to ultimately do with the wool. So there's there's two. I mean, besides the the gross stuff, there's two primary things that are in wool that you're depend- what's the gross stuff so you like have like dirt poop, and dirt, oh, poop oh, okay. urine if, mm-hmm. a, if tiny lamb is crawling on top of the back of mom and relieving itself because you know sure kids are shit um kind of shit uh but but so there's there's two things what they call suet which is effectively sheep sweat mm-hmm. so it's a fat okay and then you have lanolin which is the the, the stuff that everybody talks about it's like the waxy stuff uh-huh. So lanolin is a is a sheep byproduct? Yes. Did you know that? It's the no. it's, it's 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 the it's the component that makes wool waterproof. Oh wow. And what do we use lanolin for? Cuz it's well, an you, ingredient in a lot of stuff, you, right? Yeah, I mean like you use it like you, they use it in skincare products and chapstick and stuff like that. They'll boil I the poop no out. Idea. Of it. They'll boil and filter the poop out. But um <laughs> Well, you know, but and again, it's, it's it's weird because effectively people get an allergy to it too. But um, so suet is like um, like if you, I don't know if you're doing the whole thing, like you ever get like you get working, you get a, you get a sweat and you kind of get the grunge, mm-hmm. like you you know, like it's not just the it's not just the the sweat, it's like the oil, the oxidized oil and all yeah. that stuff. So you have like this multi-step process where um, you may want to wash the suet out, but you want to leave the lanolin. So you do what, what they call a cold wash because you are just basically getting the sweat. So you do, you, you do your detergent because the lanolin won't come out unless it's heated. Okay. You know, if you want to strip all of it out, you got to do like a couple washes because you're getting the dirt. You're getting the dirt out, but you're also getting. You want to strip the the suet mm-hmm. and the lanolin. Um, I mean, like, you know, you go back in the old Viking days, like if you're making, um, like I actually got a couple ones that we had issues with moths in them, but I'm using that as, uh, the basis for doing insulation and a couple of the weird buildings that we have up at the house. So you do a cold wash, get the, you, you get the, you get the lanolin, you get the suet out, but you leave the lanolin in because the lanolin's effectively what makes it, um, waterproof. Um, and the suet's actually what attracts bugs. So, like, you know, like, and that's actually why, you know, like, you get the issues with, you got to dry clean wool, is that as you sweat into it, you're basically, like, that's actually what gets bugs to come and eat it, is that 
you when you sweat into it you're effectively recreating that suet and that's what that's kind of the scent that attracts them um but it, yeah it, you what, what you want is that if you want to get felt you have to have it completely clean so you got to wash both of those yes out. because the lanolin will keep it from felting up because the lanolin effectively is an insula is an insulative barrier that keeps the hair fibers from so I, i'm gonna hit with two more questions the first one is you're talking about insulating yes what were you insulating with wool no, so it's actually the, the, the baiting shack, the floor, the floor is done with that. So what, what you do is you wash the suet out, mm-hmm. you leave the lanolin in, because the suet's also what what's really a, gives it the stink. What's a baiting shack? Well, that's the masturbation shack. Remember, it's the trailer It's the shaler, It's the the trailer I talked about before that, like, it was the partner to my tiny house. Mm-hmm. So it was a camper that we got from my uncle but, and one of the it's horse a, trading It's a deals. place humans are living in, right? Well, no, no humans inside it right now. It is intended for that purpose. Is it legal to insulate with wool? Yes. Really? Is, is it is it fire resistant? Well, actually, no. One of the... well, actually wool, wool by its very nature is fire resistant. Okay. But um, what you do is that as part of that treatment, um, so I, I had to wash the... I had to wash the suet out because that's, you know, like lanolin has kind of its own scent, but that's fine. Mm-hmm. Um, the suet's really what makes it stinky. Mm-hmm. Um, and if the suet's gone. But what you do is that you treat it with borax. So borax has two things, which is that one, it's an, it's a it's a bug repellent. Mm-hmm. And two, it increases the fire, fire resistance rating of the, the, the wool itself. Oh, okay. So um, we have all of these... Um, bail you know basically these fleeces that kind of got left unprocessed and mm-hmm. you had bugs in them you know like the moths got to them mm-hmm. and they're really not usable as um fabric fabric mm-hmm. so what i ended up doing was just bagging you know bagging them up do or doing a wash to get the suet out drying them bagging them up sticking them in the freezer so that basically any remaining like vermin things died Mm -hmm. take it back out and you just soak it in borax water Mm -hmm. and let it dry and that basically the borax water will keep it one keep bugs from going back after it and two it improves the fire fire resistance the fire resistance now now if you were to visualize what this wool insulation of course this is the first time i've even heard of this right i would go to uh lowe's or home depot and i would buy an Mm r-rated sheet of fiberglass for for my specific application, right? And the R rating usually tells you how how like thick the actual um, insulation needs to be for that particular wall or floor or whatever. Now you're using wool. Explain after you've done all of this process. It, does it look like you're dropping? Like you're just putting. Does it look at the end of the day like you're just putting fur inside a cavity, or is it like is it more sheet like at this point? Well, no, no, there's still there's still fleeces, so that effectively it's 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 a bale, but it's not it's not like it's not like you know like I have rock wool, and which is actually rock sole, which mm-hmm. is that basalt wool, in the tiny house, but this the stuff I have in my floor is just a fleece, so it, you know like there's no real trim. Mm-hmm. It, uh, the thing with, uh, with, I mean, like, you know, it's kind of an artifact of just the fact that we have them around. Um, I'm not sure if it's normal, it, you know, like this wouldn't be a normal insulation method. We just have an abundance of this particular sure. material. Sure. But the other thing is, is that, um, what happens is that wool does not like, so fiberglass, when you bunch, or even rock sole, when you bunch it up, it loses its insulative efficiency. Mm-hmm. Wool doesn't have that problem. Okay. 
So uh, the other thing is, is that because of the, the way that I did the treatment on it, like I have, I have the, the, the breathable barrier on the bottom of the, the trailer itself. Mm-hmm. But um, wool, because, it's, because of the lanolin, I don't need a moisture barrier okay. with the wool itself because it's basically, it, it's, it, it's, it's vapor permeable. But yes, it won't, it won't let water, it won't retain water. Yeah. Right. And, you know, but it, yeah. Which is, so that's it, what like people wrap their houses in Tyvek and stuff like that for right. that, right? Mm-hmm. That's yes. the moisture barriers. The ty- that's what the Tyvek is. You know, like I, I don't need to do anything fancy. It's it's literally just, I mean, like, you know, you want you want some loose space so that you have, tra- actually, like, really the issue, the, the, the thing with the wool is that you just got to make sure that it, it has like loose pockets in it so the air can, sure. the, the, the you can have some <clears throat> air exchange. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, it's, it's just... Fill gap in. Don't leave obvious air hole between the structural members. And it, because of the because of the nature of how I had to fix the floor in that place, it actually works out better than Roxol. What's Roxol? So Roxol is um, so there's like basically four primary insurance or it, it, uh, insulation methods that are used in modern construction. Yeah, you have um, blown cellulose, mm-hmm. and I've seen that. I have that in my attic. You have um, foam. Style insulation, either the rigid sheets mm-hmm. or the inject the the blown in foam, the, the spray foam type spray stuff. Foam, yes, which I which, heard I heard that spray foam can like can like explode walls. Yes, so you got you be but Have you, you know like two yeah. and, and actually that was a toss up between the two of them. And even it, when I get the shop down at the house, that still may end up that still may end up being how I do the interior on it but you also have like you know and again like there's like polystyrene isocyanate foam all that stuff and then you have um the spray foam which you have open cell and closed cell and closed cell um has higher r values but it's also more expensive Mm -hmm. and when you say open cell and closed cell you're talking about filling the cavity completely versus putting a layer in the cavity so um actually so actually like like, good comparison so you know like polystyrene like like a cooler or a cup. Mm-hmm. That's a closed cell foam because it's weld. You know, basically all the all the components of it are welded solid together. Oh, okay. So you have a, you have air gaps inside of it. So it's but actually it's, effectively- this, it's a, when they say closed or open cell, they're actually talking about like like the the, the gaps between the very small components that make yes, up the like insulation. Yes, like basically you have a continuous membrane on the outside versus the inside. You know, so you know, like fiberglass still- must be considered open cell then. Right? Yes, and it's actually a function. So open cell open cell foam has the problem where it basically will absorb and retain moisture okay which is okay. why you're not you're not supposed to use it like on an, an exterior facing kind of thing or it's why you collect houses and you know like sheets of foam mm-hmm. um you know like there's there's fire things too but then you have um fiberglass insulation which is generally the standard mm-hmm. um yeah and it's nice because you buy a roll of it and it's the same size as the studs in your house and you just staple that fucker in and then you throw some drywall over it, and you're done. But fiber, you know, fiberglass is the standard because it's cheap. It's cheap, yeah. And it, you know, it's like cheap pro- and it's fast to install. Yes, but the problem is, is that most most people who install it do not install it properly. Well, that might be true, but that like the spray foam is actually more efficient, correct? Uh, the spray foam has higher R values. It's just significantly more expensive, and it also has issues. With, you know, like you also screw up like like let's say you got electrical or something like that, right? You're putting spray foam all over your wires and stuff. Well, no, so that's it why seems you, like it would make it more difficult well, to service. The, 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 you know, and then again, like the, the 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 garage and stuff like that. It's actually all conduit, so that's why you run you. I mean, like you run a conduit network. 
still, before but you it's still more difficult to service, right? Because you got to instead of just instead of just taking a couple staples out, if you gotta if you gotta get inside a wall, well, you gotta pull a wire. I mean, like you know, but, but you gotta I mean, you gotta you gotta carve out your conduit. <laughs> well, no, because you, 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 it's a network pull. So basically, you just I mean, like you, you're. It's the it's the same process. I mean, like, I guess maybe I'm a little flippant because we had to run we had to run electric electrical service down from the house mm-hmm. to the current garage, mm-hmm. which was like a couple hundred yards or something like that. We had to do the buried trench and all the pipe and did, all that stuff. Did, but did you have to look up your local codes before you buried that? Oh, yeah, it was. It's what it's, was it like twelve inches or more? Eighteen more more than that. Well, actually, because it it even gets it even gets like cool because effectively it has to go under a creek so we, we had we, we, had da- we, we had to dam and divert the creek wow we to, had the, we had a we had that we have a problem like that um in my in my property so it's it's interesting to hear that you had to go through a creek but so what do you, do you you just had to go 18 inches underneath the top of the water was that the you're, you're nodding your head yes yeah. and it was it it, it got you know because actually what we have is that it's it's, it's a twofer because we actually ran a water line all the way down there too from the house, because that's the because the farm is on the but that you well. got to go below the below the frost line, yes. right? Yes, so yeah, so like they're both both those conduits are sitting together. Oh, okay, so you're plenty deep then, because like the frost line is is several feet, right? Uh it's a it's a couple feet, but yeah, it, 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 it's you know, but we also had a backhoe, so it was you know, right. like we, you know, an, an excavator, so it wasn't like. Although finding all the trash that the fucking previous residents buried, um, and you already had a bunch of fucking grass seeds sitting around. Oh uh, yeah, but it it was <laughs> it 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 gets interesting, you know. And the house is always a freaking work in progress. Maybe maybe it'll be done before I die. So Wade's looking at the the, the time, but I want to finish my second question here. The um, so so that's that's using it as insulation. But the other thing that's very common with wool is using it as fabric, yep. right? And you have, t- um, you, have, you have two, which is that you make a you you. you make a wool yarn to or a, a mm-hmm. dart to make weave wool fabric mm-hmm. or you make a felt okay now from i don't know that much about wool but I, I know a couple of things number one is wool is a strange it's a strange fabric because it actually gets tighter and smaller the more it's processed mm-hmm. right what the f- what the hell is that? And and also there's a there's a specific felting property to it, right? Where you can kind of like felt the top of the wool. Well, wool is actually a hair, so like cotton, you know, cot- cotton's a fiber, mm-hmm. but wool is a, a hair in every sense of the word because it actually has like a hair shaft structure. Like you can get, you know, like. You know, you can felt hair too if you're so inclined. Not, not a lot of people have bags of hair lying around. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, like dog. You know, like we have a lot of long-haired dogs, and we have that issue with them where they'll get knots if we're not like we're not actively. Mm-hmm. But yeah, they 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 felt, and it's because that um, a, a hair has a certain intrinsic property where it's essentially multiple rings stacked stacked on top of each other mm-hmm. so you know like how you have a tree trunk where it has rings that grow out the outside a hair fiber a hair fiber is actually literally just you form like almost a cone and then another cone underneath it mm-hmm. and then another cone underneath it and what that does is that it, because of that structure, it's like Velcro. Like so, like, the, 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 like the, a bunch of Chinese finger traps. Yes. Yeah, so what will happen is is that the the, the the periphery of the cone 
will flare out kind of like a flower, like a flower bud. Mm-hmm. And that um, mechanically, they'll, they'll, you know, like if the hair fiber is damaged to a certain extent, like it kind of puffs out and it will latch on to other surface, you know, other ones like that. And that's where the, that felting thing goes is that if you're, you're kind of damaging the fiber a little bit, but what you're doing is that you're getting it, getting those um, cuticle, uh, I'm trying to think what that because exactly there's an anatomical feature that anyway. So, so you're 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 getting those the 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 flares on those cones to lock onto another one, and it's just you know you're just trying to you're trying to knot them to you're trying to get them to get because it's it's not a knot it's an actual because a, a knot is an actual like looping of a looping of of a string. Mm-hmm. This is mechanical adhesion mechanical adhesion like, like, like a zipper a, yeah but it's 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 multiple dimensions and right. you know like if you, if, you, if you ever actually look i mean like you know like you can get you can kind of get the same effect like they'll make acrylic fleece but it's not quite the same like acrylic ac- acrylic fiber is the closest one that we have to a synthetic that can do it that's why they make acrylic yarn um when you say acrylic what are you saying I don't know the difference. Acryl- ac- acrylic is a synthetic, so acrylic is the same like what plexiglass is made from, or paint. Okay, it's a, it's a plastic. It's a, it's a, it's a. So when you say acrylic, you're saying there's no wool in it all at all. No, but right. it's, it's completely but, artificial. But it, it's it's engineered to have similar properties. Yes, of wool. Because I've been told by some people who are like seamstresses and makes that that wool is wool, and that nothing else compares to it like if you need wool for a specific yes. application no, w- w- you really can't you replace it with w- any w- other w- not even like a 50 percent wool is is even close no, to a wool wool will effectively wool does not lose any of its you know because it's also the reason why i used it in the bait and trailer as it were the bait and shack as it were was that wool does not lose any of its insulative capacity if you've like didn't dick with it even if it's soaking wet it will still keep it will still keep you warm it's like why vikings actually used to do the whole thing where they'd have um raw sheep fleece so mm-hmm. they would actually they would actually like skin a sheep mm-hmm. you know let the hide dry but they'd leave the fleece they'd leave the fleece on it like they'd wash the suet out of it sure but that was what they would wear at sea because they just have these ja- they'd have these jackets basically consisting of sheep pelts and that was their that was their at sea wear because even if they were getting hit with the surf and stuff like that, the the lanolin the, the wool and the lanolin itself would basically maintain a hundred percent insulative efficiency. Now, when people talk about spinning wool, does that just mean that they're making yarn? Is that what they're talking yes. about, or is spinning part of the process of making like a sheet of wool? So, um, you you have what you call I'm sorry, Wade. You have you have what you call carding. So, what you want is that um to to, to get it to work. To get it to, to spin, mm-hmm. um, actually, and this is this, we do the same thing when we make wigs, or, mm-hmm. you know. But what you're doing is that you're, you're you have you have a you have a specific kind of brush. Um, there, I mean, like, there's different kinds of carters. We have a we have a drum carter, mm-hmm. so it's basically just this rotating drum with it almost looks like a hair slicker, mm-hmm. you know, like the cat like a cat slicker brush. Mm-hmm. But what you're doing is that you're getting all the fibers to align in a particular direction and you know, like the, the same thing with the, the the felting thing is that what you're doing is that when you spin wool 
you have tufts of fiber at a certain density. So, you know, like how many, you know, like it has so many, so many fibers per square, like like in a diameter per square mm-hmm. per square inch or millimeter or whatever, and you're twisting them up so that they adhere the the cuticle the cuticle tufts latch onto each other and it's you're you're basically you're you're locking them together and it's the weight of your yarn is how tightly you twist them Mm -hmm. how much of a fiber it is like you know like we have some sheep where it's like it's almost like thread you know like your hand you're like you know it's it's like it's the kind of yarn that you would make lace from and it's it's like it's almost like it's also the weight of the fi the weight of the yarn or the fabric itself is dependent on the size of the fiber that came off the sheep itself you know like um Cotswolds have very thick coats because they're Rastafarians. And well, Daniel was so awesome. He was like the size of a goddamn donkey. You'd just be, you'd just be driving by. You'd be doing your thing, getting ready to hold in the house, and he'd just be standing by the fence, and you'd be like, "Who's this hear, one of your huge sheep?" Yes, he was the he was the he was the original stud of the Cotswold herd. And his name was Daniel. Daniel. Is he no longer with us? Well, he he, he went off to do another thing. Well, actually, the problem was is that he um, went off to do another thing. He went off to he do enlisted, other things. He enlisted in the sheep military. Well, He's no, the, pro- the problem the problem was is that um, we needed some more diverse genetics, and uh, the Cotswold ewes that we got um, wasn't originally disclosed in their paperwork, but. Uh, a couple it was uncle a family. Dads it, there. it was a family affair. Let's put it that way. Were they living on a to... fifth? Were they living on a five by five island with yes. spirits? Yes, in there breeding? was a. Well, and and uh, we had a very we had one very special boy. Oh no! And uh, Daniel, you know, Daniel, we, we special traded. like his brain wasn't fully developed, or special like like a boy that liked other boys. No, special isn't like he. He was he was missing a couple of uh he was missing a couple of genes. Oh. Like you not you know like died died from some like anatomical oh abnormal like some heart thing or something but yes he was just he was not very It was visibly apparent that he was not that um there was some there's some birth defects going on. Yes, he was. He was. He was European royalty, okay. <laughs> which which was kind of a, which is kind oh of my gosh. that's pretty which good. Is, which is kind of a, well because the whole thing is that um, all the Cotswolds are named after um, the at least currently all the Cats, Cotswolds are named after English royalty in the house right now. So we have Kate. We have uh, oh my gosh. We have Kate. We have Elizabeth. We have you know like you know Philip. You know, like, but yes, they're they're all they're all. Although we just our our Cotswold ram actually just died, so that's not super great. So we're trying to scramble to find somebody. Well, again, we're having we're having uh, parasite issues up at the farm that kind of just snuck up on us. But uh, now, I, and I I know we're past the two hour mark here, but I wanted to bring up one other point about these sheep here, um, and this is just out of my own curiosity. Uh, if I go to a fancy wedding, you oh, probably know where I'm wedding. going here. You get lamb chops with like mint jelly, right? Mm-hmm. It's a it's a thing. Wade's nodding, and it's they're usually like barely barely cooked, right? They're they're on the they're on the typically uh, on the rare, rare side. side. If you get a lamb shank or a lamb tiny lamb tiny chop. lamb, they're small, um, and for some reason they're supposed to go with mint jelly. I'm get they're very gamey tasting, 
and anybody who eats um, gamey meat knows what I'm saying. It's like, you know, like venison tastes a little bit more gamey. Wild turkey versus versus farm-raised turkey. The wild turkey tastes more gamey. The lamb chops are very gamey, but you know, when which, I spoke which, to your they're, father, they're he said he didn't to. have the heart to butcher yeah. the lambs, right? Like we, We've never eaten sheep. You've never the, eaten the, your the, sheep. The, the, I mean, like we've, we've had sheep slaughtered. Mm-hmm. At best, their dog, you know, like the the dogs have the dogs eat them. But and again, like it really, um, lamb is not supposed to be gamey. Like what what what? So there's there's a there's a very there's a very I, small. I call it gamey, but no, no, I, but I don't no, need no, a whole lot of red. There's meat, no there's so. not there's not there's not supposed to be like an excessive character. So the 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 the, the, the trick is, um, you have to catch it at a certain time, because what will happen is that, um, especially with the boys. Once adolescence kicks in, mm-hmm. they get the. If, if if you have any exposure to it, it's the boys get very stanky. Like there's just there's just there's just a scent to them. Yeah, yeah. And it comes it comes through everywhere, and it's like basically at that point, the only thing that you can do with them is like make sausage or whatever if you're going to well, do see, thing. And this is the next point that I want to make is that I hear people that are not from the U.S. use the term mutton chop quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Right, and that it, a mutton chop is really it's like a pork chop, but it comes from it's it's a, well that's an adult sheep, but yes, yeah, it comes from a sheep. And, and if you don't know the answer to this, that's fine. But why don't we eat sheep in the U.S.? Why don't we eat mutton chops? Um, because it's really a from cult- other countries eat it, right? It's a really a cultural thing. Um, well, well not because here because we but, but we eat lamb. This is what's interesting to me, right? We eat lamb. It's served as this fancy, expensive hors d'oeuvre. It's at, it's, at, at a wedding, but we don't eat mutton. Well, because the the cost of raising a sheep for meat is not as cheap as a pig. Or a chicken. So you think it's or, because the the lamb has a high profit well, it's, margin? It's also a, it's also it's also a cultural thing because like she you know like um I mean like you know we do sheep milk and stuff like that and they'd have a spring lamb, but more often than not um you would it was kind of a peasant food and. You would be like you would have your spring lambs or something like that, but you'd be you know like the the, the sheep in most traditional European settings were like they were living in your house with you mm-hmm. like during the winter like they were a source of heat and you had them you like bred them at the start of the like start of fall so that you'd have spring lambs and you'd have some that like you know like you're carrying the flock on but it's also like okay these are the ones that we're gonna you know, like it's lamb is very much more a Middle Eastern and Eastern European caucus thing. Um, and you know, like if it, other than the fact that, um, it kind of, it's kind of a conflict, it's conflicting demographic where it's like, we have a lot of Eastern European immigrants in the area, but they also like, are not like in positions where they're rolling in money a lot of the time. So it's not like I can, you know, you know, and I mean, like even, even Middle Eastern, like, you know, like we made that, we made that comment before, like I, my father didn't have the heart to do it, but like, you know, like there's a lot of. There's not a lot of commercial produce sheep farms in New York. I mean, like, there, there are people who raise sheep. But, I mean, I've never heard of anyone in the U.S. sitting down to a dinner of mutton chops. Well, it, it's it's like, it's it's almost like a thing of, of uh, like but a... That's, but it's a culture, it's a, it's a cultural thing, too, because yeah. the, pe- the people who, the people who kind of started the whole deal 
It was cows. But but lamb is fine, right? Because like lamb is a kosher meat. Yeah. So like I know some people that are that are Jewish, uh, uh, people that are not Jewish eat lamb. But I know people that are Jewish that during the holiday, they prefer they prepare um, uh, you know roast lamb, and it's del- I mean it's delicious. But it's 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 interesting to me that 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 as a as a country we don't eat the adult version of that animal. Well, you know, it's it, but we were fine eating the young version of it. Young I mean, version, really well, because the that, young the young version taste that well, much no, of a the, difference. The, the, yeah, the, the, definitely. Well, the, 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 Although I've never had a mutton chop, so I can't say for sure. They but don't have character. Assume. Well, it's because it's the same thing as like deer. You know, like venison. I mean, like venison. Wild venison. Actually, I mean, although it's kind of hard because now. Everybody's fucking spreading bait grain and everything like that, anyways. But wild venison had a character that is not present in farm raised, right, or anything else. And it's like sheep have their own, you know, like sheep. You know, it's a it's a it's a diet thing too because it's like really when it comes down to brass tacks, sheep do not convert feed to meat weight as efficiently as efficiently right as a pig. A pig or, or a chicken, cow. Yeah, or, a chicken, you know, yeah. and, and beef. Beef always has a kind of had a premium, anyways. Yeah, and I mean, like from a from a and 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 truth be told, is that probably when Amer you know America was starting out, it was also like there were more val- they were more valuable for other things. Like, yeah. you know, yeah, I mean, like, not that we got the time to freaking fiddle with that, but you know, like the sheep milk. Or the you know Eastern European cheeses and stuff like that. You know, again, it's but it, it's yeah, we it's don't American. use sheep milk here very much, right? Well, I mean, like we do goat cheese and stuff like that. But yeah, that that's more a caucus thing. And again, it's it's just a, it's a it's a cultural thing because like the 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 gist is is that like at least the the breeds that we have like sheep are more resilient and they can get away. You know, like you know, like you gotta you gotta carry them, but like from an actual like you don't need a barn. Mm-hmm. I mean, like for, for for the most part, you don't need a barn. You can just wa- fucking wander off with you know like you, you got to find grazing land and stuff like that. But it's like you know they're 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 a nomad animal. They're not really like you know a, a cow. A cow really is kind of like you have a contained area that you're keeping it in. A pig, yeah. a chicken. I mean like you know like they're they're. She, it was you know like, you get into this whole thing like I maybe again it's a cultural thing like it, it's, sheep, were for a different kind of person than who came to america for the most part because they were, it was all about setting down and staking roots and the thing is is that like a sheet like from from a big enough flock to actually like be viable like on a big thing you got to move them constantly and like the, the 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 thing was is that for the most part uh, america when we started we didn't have like the you know like you didn't it took a while to get to the point where we had like open ranges and stuff like that and by then we were ballers enough that we just had cows to do it anyway sure sure yeah and i, I, I mean like i just thought i just thought that was a that, and again that's an american thing it's very strange that that we're you know at, at every fancy wedding they're fine throwing the lamb chops out but never ever have I heard of somebody sitting down to a dinner of mutton chops in the United States? Yeah. You, know, you hear about it a lot. Like, um, you got a mutton, the, lettuce, and tomato when the mutton's just so nice and tender and the lettuce is so crisp. We don't stuff animals stuff. inside animals too much here either. Well, it's actually, that's kind of my, 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 my sickness as it were. Um, I want to, I want to breed that 40 pound Turkey mm-hmm. 
just so I can make the mother of all turduckins. So it's the 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 turkey, you know, like because I, I I can find a Toulouse goose that's at least twenty eight thirty pounds, and then it's just it, it's it's just at that point I'm committed to the bit. Did you hear about the? Um, it was like some mother pulled a prank on her kids, and when she made the turkey, she put a like a small chicken inside of it. Oh God! And then when she cooked it. Um, when she was serving it, she pulled the small chicken out and she told the kids that it was pregnant. That's gross and weird. No, that's actually hilarious, but that's besides, that's besides us. It is because, you know, they come out in eggs. It's very odd. So I know we went quite a ways away from the, the wildfires and we never got back, Wade. Maybe we'll get back to that in the next episode because we are now well over time. Thanks everybody for joining and we will see you next week.